Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think we're live, dude. You should say so. Say something poignant. You know what I mean? How are you, man? Let's let's get the little small talk out of the way. Hi, honey. How are you? You doing good. okay? I'm good, man. Uh, considering good. considering it's the end of days as we know it, it is a it is an odd time. It is a weird world that we live in now. So I am blessed to be here. I'm blessed to be here with you. I'm blessed to be here with the guests that we have on tonight, too. We've got some cool people for this first. This is the first time I've done Shooting from the Lip live using the Zoom app um, for a podcast. It's kind of a pseudo podcast. I don't really, I don't think I really call it a podcast. It's a social right. gathering thing. I'm stuck in the house, my apartment, doing the self-quarantine thing, working right. from home. I don't see people. The only interaction I have with people is when I look in the mirror and wave at myself. Well, that's not a bad thing. No, it's, it, it, it yeah. keeps you out of trouble, Kevin. I know you. Yeah, but I want that to be in trouble. Is. I want to go to a Soul Circus gig and get in trouble with you. It happens. You know, <laughs> I look I, as much as I love your your sets. I look forward to the breaks when we take a walk. You know, when we get to do the things that we always do. We do. Uh, there is a little bit of a lag, uh, by the way, from the live yeah. feed. So anybody that tunes in, just know we will get to your comments. Yeah, Sean is officially in charge of handling all the comments, so you can direct, be direct with him. And let's have fun. It's it's shitty times right now, but let's for the next ninety minutes to two hours, let's just shoot the shit and forget about the real stuff. Rick says we're live. Yeah. Mike Vest, he says he's only getting some of the sound. Hopefully that'll improve in a few minutes there, Mikey. Do you know what? As we go along. It's, this is a WTF because everyone's using Zoom. Not right. everyone. A lot of people are using Zoom. And they're using it to connect on Facebook and do their live thing. So the bandwidth capacity that Zoom or Facebook has actually kept us from connecting several times. But we're here and hopefully. Right. Um, we'll be here for the long haul. Yeah, there's only uh, I gotta, so much uh, bandwidth for everybody to eat up. That's right. That's true. Um, real quick, on early Sunday morning, 
we lost a friend. Yes, we did. Uh, Jerry, Jer Bear Badger, Jake, our brother, Jake Badger's dad. Jerry, a very sweet, very nice man, fun guy to hang out with uh, at any music gig or whatever. Uh, and he was always at a Jake Badger gig, you know, 100% supporting him. We lost him due to the coronavirus. And um, just uh, out of our respects, I gotta, let me do this. A moment of silence. Oh man, it's just a it's just a bad deal, man. You know, Jerry was always so kind. He always had such an incredible smile. Um, I know that he touched so many of the folks' lives in the music community. Not just not just Jake, but you know um, that whole crew that they used to run run with, and um, myself included, and. Um, we're just a great, great individual, great human being. Always had so many positive things to say. Again, the smile is kind of what I keep going back to with Jerry. <clears throat> he was always um, absolutely a fun guy to be around. And um, he loved his he loved his sons. He loved Jake. Loved oh, Lord dearly. Yeah, he did. Absolutely, man. He was just he was a great guy. He's greatly going to be missed. And also prayers out to Jake. Jake's brother, um, of course, Sierra, and the baby, too. So we love you guys. Yeah, all right, buddy. Well, while, you're, while you're recovering, I'm going um, to go through. There's a lot of people on here. Uh, ben Brown, of course. Uh, I see Kev, Big Kevies on to Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Mike Vest, of course. Judy. Ron Watchmaker, my homie. Um, Alice Parrish is on. Angie. We love Angie. We're over at the levee um, in River House. Rick Hayes, we love Rick. A lot of people saying they miss us. We miss you guys too. There's, there's, um, you know, we're gonna see you guys soon. Hopefully, we can all get out of this, but as quick as possible. Uh, Michael Gutterman, uh, we all know Michael, of course. Morgan, hey Morgan, Jim, Jim Carson, Eric McGlynn, hey from Missouri, St. Louis area. Good to see you. Uh, Kimberly Burkhead, uh, John Power, my homie, um, Missy Clifford. Six Ways to Sunday, big shout out to you guys. What's up? Um, anyway, it's good to see you guys. Uh, I wish that we could see you guys live. Wish we could be out and about and see you all, but this is what we have to do right now to be responsible human beings. And so um, we've got a pretty killer show lined up for you all. Um, oh, tell them who you think too. Yeah, sure. That. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna talk all things music locally. Um, what's going on and and how we're coping with it as musicians. We're also going to touch on the service industry. Um, of course, we're going to have Jared Fox Matthews on here in just a few minutes, and Jared's going to give us his end of the of the of the of the deal. Um, Brian Fox, who's uh, one of my favorite local um, um, artists, singer songwriter artists around town. Um, I think Kendrick is coming on later, right? Kendrick Haskins to talk Kendrick about what March Madness might have been. Yeah, I think you know, the, around the these championship game would have been yesterday. So I'm assuming that Kentucky won the Kentucky won the championship was, by yeah. default yesterday. Is that right? Well, I think they, <laughs> they won it. Um, 
Some people said it was a close win over the Cardinals. I think yeah. it was actually a blowout, but, you know, I digress. I'm pretty sure. Alexa, volume down. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, too, uh, big shout-out to Kevin Manning in the house, Carmen, um, Belinda, Andy Mill, Andy Mill, great trumpet player. Welcome, welcome. I see we're, asking, we're starting to add somebody. It looks like Jared has, Jared. has timed in. Yeah, Jared's coming, got to come out and play tonight. Jared. Can Where are you, bro? He's, his audio's <laughs> connecting now. Yeah. Technology. 2020. Jared Matthews. Hey. What's up, Frank? It's not Frank. It's Jared. I know Frank Green's on, though. Oh. Jared, so give a you... shout-out to the folks tuning in. Yeah. Can you guys hear me right now? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jared. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I can't see oh. your beautiful face though. You look so yeah, dark. You're, you're, yeah. Is it dark? Can you can you light uh, one more candle? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you got it all romantic there. Just light two that candles and you'll be amazing. It'll be put a flashlight on you. That'd be awesome. Let's see what this. Ah, here we go. Here's some good lighting over are. here. This can get some sexiness. Got my uh, certain new business, man. It's uh, it's called Quarantine Cuts. So, <laughs> started in my basement, man. You know, restaurant business isn't doing so great, so might as well get into the hair business. Or, might as well. Yeah. It's called, I, took it's some clipper, I took some clippers to, the, to my side earlier this evening to try and shape up just a hair as much yeah, as possible. You did, you did good, man. Love it. Let that let it hang down, Sean. You want that? You want that like, like down, like sexy fine? Please, like you've been yeah. playing around. Look, flock of seagulls action. I got flock you. of seagulls. You ran so do far that. away. <laughs> yeah. Got all Hi, Jared. Really bright. Hi, how are you, man? You doing all right? Great. You're smoking good. a bowl. Oh, okay. You got a pipe. It's like I hear you, dude. Like you're smoking a bowl. Yeah. Well. That's oh, about an hour and a half from now. Okay. <laughs> I did my uh, eating at the local uh, establishment. Got yes, you did. Lulu uh, food and drink takeout. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the barbecue, barbecue chicken pizza and the burger. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. We're great food. Actually, Lulu is my Thursday night. Thir- is my this Thursday night. I've got a menu set up for the next few weeks. And Lulu okay. is my this Thursday night coming up. Tomorrow's Wednesday, so Thursday night coming up. Lulu is on my schedule. You, right. you have a, a food schedule, is what you I do. Oh, well, I mean, fat, I'm fat. Fat people have food schedules. That's what we do. <laughs> Jerry, you know, yeah. what we wanted to do tonight, uh, we've got you on here to talk to the service industry. We've got him, Brian Fox later, musician, Kendrick Haskins, as Sean and I were talking. Kendrick, Wave 3 sports guy, he is going to officially – tell us that if March Madness happened, Kentucky would have won. Right, right. Not only sure. would they have won, Good. it wouldn't have been a close victory over Louisville. It would have been like a blow. Yeah. But, I mean, we, we we all saw the simulator, right? I mean, that had UK in the championship, and they ended up – I think they ended up winning by 15, so. Something like that. It was, yeah. Duh. Naturally. <laughs> Naturally. I, yeah. I have to ask, Jared, when, yep. where we're at right now, it's it's unprecedented. You there's no way you as a owner of, you know, of a food establishment and actually bars and such 
you can plan something like this. I can, I can understand if you could plan for like two feet of snow, like we had in the early nineties. Yeah. And, and change, but on a whim, I mean, how, how soon did you actually have, when was it that you realized that you had to all of a sudden make a decision to shut? Well, that weekend, you know, there was a lot. I guess it was the weekend of the 12th is when they actually shut it down. Mm-hmm. That Friday and Saturday, they were pretty much, you know, the governor was pretty much telling people to stay away from crowded places. At first, you know, it was big crowds, and it was crowds over 50, and then it just kept getting smaller. And there was so much talk about it over the weekend. That's when I really felt it. Um especially at Equus. Um, Equus was kind of a ghost town. Lulu, decent crowd. I mean, obviously, the numbers were, were all down, but that weekend we kind of knew it was coming in. Coming, And then Sunday, um, Sunday night I had caught word that at 9 a.m. the next day um, the governor was going to shut it down. And, yeah, it's just, it's just a, tough, it's a tough thing. It's just trying to figure out. I swear that week was, was wild just because – Every day, it just kept changing. Like, oh, you got to shut down. You know, oh, are they going to take away takeout? Do we do delivery? What do we do? You know, and just trying to change around your whole business concept was just, it's like I went from places where you come to eat and have the experience to, to a fast food takeout place, <laughs> you know? So, and, and trying to, it, it was rough, man. I mean, the roughest thing was trying to figure out which places I thought could actually sustain or at least pay the employees. Um, And, you know, we tried one day at Equus, but right away I kind of knew Equus wasn't going to be able to do it. I mean, you go there for the experience, you go there for the wine, the lounge, um, you know, all that. The food's great, but, you know, nobody's getting a $35 steak to go. Um, from there because they're one of the experience. So, uh, then of course, street grub, um, street grub is a great concept and it's a great concept for something like this. It's economically affordable. Um, it's good, but I just think with that, there's lack of a, a name out there for that. Um, and you just opened that back up, didn't you? We just opened it up. Yeah, we're going to give it a shot. Uh, we we, we Limited opened it out Monday. Right. Yeah, yeah, just doing like four to eight, kind of what I'm doing at Lulu. Mm-hmm. Four to eight, um, Monday through Thursday, and then Friday and Saturday, we're going to go to nine o'clock. Hey, tequila. All right. Kevin Manning said uh, the tequila, yeah. so I, I figured I'd just <laughs> – what I'm drinking this evening, a little Don Julio Blanco yeah. while we podcast. Oh, You're all manly, and I've got my red wine, so – very nice. I got my uh, Slipknot bourbon right here. <laughs> Cheers on that. Yeah. Cheers so, on that. Yeah. Besides the food industry, too, the diamond locations. Yeah. I mean, those are totally shut down, correct? Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. totally shut down. We did the same thing, man. We we tried pick up, um, and honestly, man, that was just trying to keep a little little money in the employees' pockets. Um, but, you know, it just was – obviously, it wasn't doing anything. We do it. We really wouldn't do a whole lot. We got great food, but that's just not what you, – you don't really think about going there to dine. You know, mm-hmm. you you go there to listen to a band, you drink, and you're like, holy hell, this burger is actually really good. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, right. it's not just <laughs> bar beer, but... beer battered chicken fingers, man. I love those things. Oh, they're good, man. So, yeah. a big shout-out, too, to, to uh, um, Diamond's, of course, the street grub place. 
I mean, I eat there. I mean, I mean, I'm there twice a week, probably. I know Dustin can attest to that because he sees me in there, and I'm constantly ordering tacos or bagogi or um, something. It's one of my favorite places to eat, and I eat there all the time. So, cool, big man. shout out! The food there is fantastic, man. It really is. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, done a good job. Um, yeah, so hopefully we can get it up and going. Hopefully we can get some advertisement out there. I tell you, the the support of of friends and just um, my church Southeast, they've been, everybody's been awesome. They've been making big orders. They've been ordering for Kevin Manning. I mean, he's placed, (laughs) he's placed so many big orders with his business um, from both street girl, from Lulu. Um, You know, it's just, it's, it's pretty cool just to see the community kind of come together. I'll, I'll be honest, man. You have some, you have some huge fans like, you know, my band has big fans, but Jared Matthews himself has some huge freaking fans. There are people out there that are pushing you constantly um, on social media, which is a good thing. Um, You know, I know um, of course Virgil is one of those, one of those guys. Yeah. You know, those, those, he and um, what's her name? Is her name Kimberly? Is that right? Don, Don. Yeah. Don is, uh, Don Kimberly here. Like Don D. Kimberly. She is uh, pushing you constantly on social media and she absolutely, you know, they love you and they love you. Rightfully so. I mean, they should love you. You're a great guy. You have so much respect around town. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy. And it's a good thing. The godfather of St. Matthews. The godfather. Nothing happens unless this guy knows about it. (laughs) You know, they talk about the five families. Jared Fox yeah. Matthews runs St. Matthews. Right? <laughs> I mean, he, he puts the Matthews in St. In St. Matthews. <laughs> How ironic. I don't know about that, man. Just, uh, you know, I, I miss it, man. It's crazy. It's crazy how much, um, you know, it's going good. We're, you know, working hard. We're getting some good takeouts. But, man, you just miss the – you miss seeing the people. You miss um, dining the people. You miss booking bands where people come out and they have a good time. I mean, it's uh, – you know, I've always said, man, diamonds is like, it's a big, it's a busy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Cheers. I mean, that's exactly mm-hmm. what that place is. It's like for years now, for 13 years, it's been a spot where you go and it might be crazy crowded, but everybody seems to kind of know each other. And uh, yeah, you miss that, man. It's like there's so much... I'm sure, as we all know, that you you don't realize how much you would miss it until it is gone. So true, true story. Yeah, and true story. Yeah, being an, a business owner, are you in touch with 
like local government, state government, as far as getting a an idea on when you know this you could get back in business. I don't know. Yeah. Are you relying on the five o'clock Bashir <laughs> presser? Bashir boy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe doing that, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, I mean, I don't think any of us really know exactly what's going to happen, and you know, it, it's. It's crazy because I was talking with somebody about this today. We are completely relying on whatever the hell they tell us from day to day. You know, like I like oh, I went presser. to Kroger. That press that is that what you're saying? The pre- yeah, the I mean, I'm okay, saying that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How much like you know, Trump comes on one day and he's like, "Oh, it's going to be over soon." Comes on the next day, like, "Hey, dude." This is going to get bad. Everybody should, you know, where they're saying he needs to read the memo a little more. Those memos. But it's just like, I noticed like, you know, they said that everyone should wear masks and that's great. I think it's, it's a good idea, but I go, I go to Kroger the other day and, um, you know, everybody's got their mask on and everybody's, it's just whatever they kind of tell us to do, we're doing. And it's just, it's a, it's a scary feeling just because from a small business owner and listening to the press conference, especially with Trump, what he's talking about, oh, you know, the SBA, they're doing great. They're getting money out to people, but small businesses are already getting loads. It's like, that's not happening. That's not happening at all. Like, and that's the frustrating part because there's a lot of places that aren't going to be able to reopen unless they get those. Mm-hmm. They get you better those. be careful. Right. You're going to roll up his core base. Just that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jared Matthews is going to be trending on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. Might well, get shot today through the mirror, through the window. <laughs> things have just been, I think saying things have been odd is, is putting it pretty, pretty weak, pretty mild. It's, it's, it's. I've never seen anything really like odd. this. No. Ever. And I don't even think is, anybody has, would, I mean, be honest, Jared, this is not on one of your planned contingencies for some. No, no, you don't, you don't think about this. No, no we, right. I was joking around. It's in the industry. It's funny when you have a slow night, you're like, you're always talking about like, Oh, what's going on? Oh, you know what? There's St. Joe picnics going on. Oh, we got this going on. You know, it's going to rain. So it's like, you're always making excuses on why it's not, which, you know, they're usually pretty, pretty reliable. There's something going on why we're not busy, but this is just takes the cake. It's just like, oh, yeah, nobody, nobody saw this one coming. So. That's right. That's right. Well, I mean, we're, we're I think we're, we're, we are blessed to have the community support that we have between the musicians and the, the restaurant industry itself. And, and all we can do is, is like you said, you modified what you do on the fly and push, push forward. And, and hopefully we'll get through this thing as soon as possible and get everybody back to whatever the new norm ends up being. And that may be something that we have to modify too, even as a musician or as a restaurant owner, you know, the new norm may be something totally different. We just don't know yet how, how, what, that, what we're going to slide into. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a bit business think, already. Yeah. I do not think we go back to the way it was. Yeah. No, it's not going to change. Gonna go yeah. It's going to be different. Yeah. yeah. Business, my business during the day has already changed so much with the, um, with on you know with the way we do things online and and not really meeting face to face and I think even the airlines said today that they're starting to sweat bullets because they think that so many people are now becoming becoming accustomed to doing business on things like Zoom and Skype that yeah. there may be a huge dip in business travel 
in the future because people are learning how to do business another way that will save them a lot of money instead of traveling to do business. Yeah. I'm in corporate yeah. IT and that's the eye opening thing that a lot of us have talked about um, that, you know, you don't have to have a, uh, you can now communicate through email. You don't have to have a meeting for everything. Emails do work. Um, but at the same time too, this technology zoom will eliminate travel. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Jared, somebody uh, actually posted a question. Speaking of which, and anybody that's out there that wants to have questions for Jared, please post them now um, while, while we have him on, if you have questions for him and, and getting his take on certain situations. Rebecca asked, um, uh, Jared, how are you utilizing your downtime? What are you doing? If you have any downtime, do you even have any? <laughs> yeah. you don't, well, I know you don't have any during normal times. No, nah, no. Nah. What was really funny is uh, me and my wife were talking about this the other day. It's like everybody has got a lot of downtime. Um, now, granted, I'm kind of have been now we're about, about ready to focus on another with Diamond Street Grab opening, but I've just been really focusing on Lulu and have been, you know, we were working a skeleton crew. We have, I have a couple guys on salary and I want to keep, that's the reason I'm kind of staying open is to keep the lights on and pay those guys, um, right. which means, you know, and we've been pretty, pretty steady. So like, um, you know, I'm in the kitchen a lot more, which is, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of funny because it's been tough. It's been hard. It's crazy. But I tell you what, man, with the, the very few people I have working at Lou and we, and the support has been great. So we've been getting kind of busy and just being in there and just, you know, getting dirty and, and cooking food and getting done at the end of the night. We're all kind of not high-fiving, like socially high-fiving, you know, like six feet away high-fiving, but, uh, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's kind of cool, but I, I, there's not really a whole lot of downtime. Now I am so used to like constantly going, go, go, go. Sometimes I'll just be like, all right, I feel like I need to go do something or go, but hold on, this place is taken care of. I don't have any other places. So, um, I'm running into but, that too. Same thing. You know, yeah, we're always going man, yeah. so much that now I'm like, okay, so like it's, it's seven o'clock at night. I feel like I should be working. You know, yeah. I feel like I'm letting, letting my end of the deal down because I've only put in a few hours today. And it's like, maybe I'll go mow the yard again for the third yeah. time this week. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. But I mean, I'll tell you what, there, there are like after the first week and we kind of learned how, yeah, probably the first two weeks we learned consistently how we are from day to day um, at Lulu. It has given me time to be able to take some days off and kind of slow things down and spend it with the family, you know? Um, yeah. So that's, that's been cool. It's been a little tough. My 13 uh, year old, um, he's with his mom and he's kind of staying there. So I try to go see him every day and just kind of throw some football and hang out with him. But he's kind of staying over there mainly. So that's been, that's tough. You know, I, I have a, I have a football. <laughs> you want to throw some football? I'll go through right. <laughs> Yeah. I posted something the other day and it's weird. In my neighborhood, you know, I live in a typical suburban uh, neighborhood. Everybody lives on acreage, but, the, but we still live in a, in a neighborhood. And it's, it's funny. It, it feels like the, Growing up in the 80s and 90s before um, like yeah. technology took over our life yeah. and everybody's outside sitting, sitting outside and hanging out with their family and, you know, you don't see a whole lot of people on their phones and people are just living more in the moment, which brought me back to a little more simple times for us, for me. Sure. You know, I'm not that old, but 
um, being a child that grew up in the, in the eighties and nineties, um, really, it, it kind of brought me back and slowed things down a little bit, put things into perspective on what's important, I think. Yeah, sure. Um, and I, I really like for my new norm when I go back to be a little bit more balanced between business, um, music, and of course, um, my family life, you know, instead of having to struggle to make it more about spending time with my family, instead of it, that making it more of a, of, of an everyday occurrence and not a struggle, making it a little yeah. easier to spend time with my, with my family. Cause that's important to it. It's, yeah. and, and I didn't real I knew it was important, but I didn't realize how important it was till this happened that family is really all, all you got in the end. So yeah, take I shared, care of your I people. Sh- I shared a conversation with someone the other day, actually my work people. And I was just thinking, thinking out loud that if we got to a point in this world where we just veered to the, to one extreme, to the far extreme, and then something like this, however you, what you believe in religion, whatever, has veered us back towards the middle and made us realize our wants and needs. In the last few weeks, my wants and needs have become pretty clear. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, that's who's important, what's important, what's not. And I've been able to purge a lot of things, you know, really, you know, put, put focus on what I think is the right thing. So hopefully, um, you know, we do get, get back into the middle and we're back at it. And, but to, to what we were saying earlier, I think, you know, our mindset will be different. We're going to yeah, see things so. totally different. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm a, yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm a firm believer that God didn't stop this or start this, but I definitely think that he could stop it. But I think he's kind of like, hold up. Like, why don't you guys, we try to figure this out, figure out some togetherness. Let's let's figure mm-hmm. this out. So, that's, that's, we are that's the that's, we are that's the will part. That's the that's the the will. Every every yeah. man has a yeah. will, will type situation. That's right. Something I, I've heard. I was watching the news before we started, and you know, in the last, they said this week and potentially next week is very crit- a very critical time frame. And yeah. the her, her estimations, like a week or so ago, was that as many as what two to 300,000 lives may be lost on this. But they said they were basing that number on about 50% of the population practicing social distance. And it turns out it's that, that percentage is actually a lot higher. People are doing it. So they're, they're saying the numbers appear, looks like they will be lower. Well, let's hope, let's hope they're, they're way lower than that. Yeah. But uh, again, we're, we're still at a point where, I mean, what are we going to do after the fact? Right. I I think for us, I think it's uh, there's going to be a whole lot of backing up and punting. I, I really believe that uh, that as again, the new norm is going to be subjective to to how we how we feel that we can work it out as we go forward. Nobody's going to tell us how to do it. We're Americans. It's something that we've always figured out on our own, and we're going to continue to figure it out on our own. And um, um, going forward, we're just going to have to make what work what we can work for. Jared, obviously, being uh, owning several restaurants and, and bars, and and you know Kevin doing what you do, and and myself with my businesses. I mean, I think things are going to get worse before they get better. Uh, for me, anyway, especially uh, as 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 the effects of of the cure for COVID nineteen, not the cure physically, but the cure right. that we're putting in place. I think that the next month, two months, three months, I think we're really going to, I think we're going to slide backwards as, as an economy and, and as a government, uh, as a country. 
Um, but we'll, we'll eventually come back strong like we always do. But I think that the toll it's going to take on the everyday person's pocketbook um, and what it's going to, the toll it's going to take on our government as a whole, um, the economics of our government, I think it's really going to be, it's, it's going to be harsh. I really do. And I think it's going to be harsh, not for real super long, not like it was in 2000, from 2008, 2012, but I really think we're going to see, um, I think we're going to see a recession. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a, a decent recession. It may not last a long time, but I think it's going to affect everybody in some way, shape or form, even more than it is right now. You know, when people go back to work, I think we're going to see companies struggle. The government can only has a, a, so much money to prop everybody up. So yeah, our new norms, I mean, yep. you've done, I'm rambling a little bit, but it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having a difficult time finding the right words to say that shit's going to stop for a while. We just yeah. got to, no, you're right, man. Absolutely. 100%. But um, I don't know. We'll, hopefully we'll, we'll pull it through. We will. Tequila will help me. I don't know about y'all. I put, right I right now, right propose a, while we do it, I want to propose a toast. Okay. Uh, first toast of the night, I want to propose to Jerry Badger, Jake's father. Um, we lost him, of course, to this horrible virus a couple of nights ago, uh, a couple of days ago. So cheers to Jerry, everybody. Cheers, cheers. Jerry. Cheers. Rest in peace, my friend. Um, Jared, do you know? Do you know Brian? What's that? Jared, do you know Brian Fox? Yeah. 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 He'll he'll be on soon. Jared, has anybody that you know uh, succumbed to this? You personally know of anybody? I mean, just just Jerry. Uh, There, there is. I think. there's one of my Facebook friends. I think one of her uncle has it, but I don't really know her that well. But, but Jerry, more than anything, you know, Jake is, um, Jake is, <laughs> he is a super awesome. He's he's a one of a kind, genuine. Jake's family. Guy. Jake is Jake's yeah. family. Right. And his and his whole his dad was great. You know, his dad always obviously was a huge supporter of, of Jake in general. Just right. uh, he was always at his shows. He was always hanging out with them. They seemed to have a great, great relationship. And that was, that was one that was just, man, if you're like, Oh, if you could pick somebody that you would never want anything bad to happen to those two guys would be it. And And it was uh, quick, quick. Yeah. yeah. Good God. And so people just got to take this thing serious, man. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately on my timeline, there's multiple people that are infected um, but there's also a few that are recovering, you know, uh, Ken Carlin, I know a lot of, a lot of guys know Ken, he's recovering. Um, Lisa Lozano, she's recovering. Um, of course, another good friend of ours, I don't know if you guys know, uh, Bridget Abel. Um, yeah. she is a photographer, her husband, Don, his father, unfortunately, uh, succumbed to COVID-19 a few days ago. Um, now his mother's infected. Um, so we have to kind of kind of you know see how that plays out hopefully it goes yeah. in, the, in the right direction it sucks to lose to, to, i've got my parents on isolation i know how it is my neighbors his father and mother uh, are infected and um it's just it's worse than i think that we were we were led to believe in the beginning obviously so we've, yeah. we've really got to kind of hunker down and take care of the people that have taken care to be honest with you what it seems like to me is we have to take care of the people that have always taken care of us and that's our elders Dude. It's yeah. not about it's not about us necessarily. It's not about our kids. It's more about the people that have raised us and taken care of us yeah. over time. Yeah, 
roles are reversed. That's what I told my parents. Like, the other day, he's like, oh, I, I can go to Kroger. I can do it. I'm like, Dad, you're 75 years old. You don't need to go anywhere. You took care right. of me my whole life. It's now just sit, sit tight and I'll bring everything to you. So, but yeah, you're exactly right, man. The roles are reversed. It's time for us to take care of them. That's right. That's exactly right. So, yeah. I'm uh, working on getting Brian situated, but Jared, you're more welcome to hang out with this little more. Stay on. Hang out a little bit. Actually, let's do our second toast. It's time for our second toast. This toast is to Jared. Um, I'm one of your biggest fans. True story. Um, I know you have a lot of fans out there, but I am a huge Jared Jared Matthews fan. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And um, I appreciate who you are. I appreciate what you do for, for not only for the musicians, but for the people that work for you. You have a, a tremendous amount of respect from all angles. So this is to you, brother. Cheers, my man. No, man. I good to have you on. I appreciate Cheers. that. It means a lot. That's one thing, um, you know, someone near and dear to me who works for you. Um, you are, they're loyal to a fault to you. And that's, that's because right. of how good you are to your people. And uh, that is, that says so much about you. And, uh, you must be talking about your daughter, right? What's that? Yeah, you must be talking about your daughter. I tell you what, man, uh, Claire and Haley, there's been times that they have, they have done events or things for me that I know I'm like, man, is there any way you guys want to do this? And they're like, yeah, we'll do it. Like either a, they're going out the night before. <laughs> so they don't want to do it early in the morning. <laughs> Or they don't want to do it, but they always do it. And, you know, I always try to tell them, hey, man, like, don't do this if you don't, if you don't want to. But they are um, – yeah, your, da- your daughter is great. She is always, always there. Uh, you've been you, – you've taken care of her, you know, continuously. Uh, you know, just the employment and everything. Yeah, but, again, your people are so loyal to you. They, they want to – it's hard to say no. I don't know. Is it the Godfather? Really? I mean, the, you really break <laughs> no, man, Claire's I, I legs what, if she uh, said no. <laughs> there, there's been a lot of, I mean, a lot of the people, you know, obviously opening all this, these restaurants and all that. I have a lot of people that, I mean, either have worked for me, worked with me for years. I've been there in the trenches with them. I'm like, I'm not the, I'm not the sit back and, hey, do this, do that kind of guy. I'm like, all right, we're going in. You know, there's been. Just out of, out of curiosity, Jared, when this whole thing went down, how difficult, say, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being horrible, how difficult was it for you to have to tell your folks, your people, that I don't know what to tell you, but you're basically unemployed for a while? How, how, how was that? How, was, did, that, that, how did you that, handle that? 
that is that is the that was the hardest part still is the hardest part um you know everybody gets it i mean everybody it's not like anybody's like what are you kidding me like they understand hey there's no revenue it's hard for us to do this um as long as everybody the unemployment thing is is the thing that has been really tough like i think they've got emails saying they're getting money i've talked to a couple guys who have actually got money but uh you know, I, it, it's tough. It, it's tough, especially whenever now I'm relying on the government to come through and give these guys money so they can pay for their rent. They can pay their utilities. That's that's the hardest part is I got to sit there and look at look at my guys and girls and be like, man, I know this is tough. But get on unemployment. The government's going to take care of you. Are they? I hope so. They should. Right. <laughs> and it's just, it's tough not being able to do anything about it. I mean, um, you know, I, I try to work. Um, I try to work as many people as I can at the loo right now. Um, certain people just don't want to. I get it. They want to stay at home. They don't want to take the chance. But uh, trying to put some money in as many people as possible pockets. But it's tough, man. It's um it's, yeah, that's family, man. That's all. Yeah, yeah. All the guys that work with me, or should I say, yeah, not for me, with me. You know, these these are guys, girls that I've had been working with for a long time, many different industries. Right. We've been we've been through the trenches. So sit there and say there's nothing I can do about it. That's not. I'm not used to that. that <laughs> I'm pains, used to like that. that yeah, pains, oh no. man, it breaks my heart. It mm. breaks my heart. It really does because. I mean, I check, I check on, you know, a lot of the guys, you know, try to day to day to make sure everybody seems to be doing good and always trying to tell everybody to reach out if you guys need anything. Um, so yeah, like this, what, one thing I was going to, I was going to say and try to get this out there. Uh, I'll probably be advertising it tomorrow. Um, this Monday between two and five, we, uh, it's, uh, me and Southeast, we're going to at Lulu, we're going to give away like 300 mils to whoever needs it, like service industry. Oh, dude. Like that's a drive through. Yeah. Drive through, just bowl gumbo, like whatever, whatever they need. So there's definitely. That's some, killer, uh, man. Yeah. Cause there's some, there's some people out there that definitely need it. Just, yeah. So that'll be, well, that'll, man, be this, that's... that'll be this Monday between two, two and five. Then I'll put out a Facebook post. Yeah, well, I'll definitely share it for you too, man. That's um, that's awesome of you. I know that. Uh, again, it's just you. Your true colors shining through of, of the, the human being that you are, and and you know you're always trying to take care of everybody else, man. It's just so admirable. It's it's, it's difficult. Always like again, and I keep going back to this. All we really have is each other. We we have to rely on each other to get through these times and and what we have to do. And um, I talked to a lot of friends today that. Uh, hard up for, for money and, um, hard up for, for certain things. And I mean, it, it, it's just, Hey, if you need toilet paper, I got extra, yeah. you, you know, you, whatever you need, yeah. you know, I mean, you need food. I tell people I got a, I got a truck full of gas and a, and a pantry full of food. If you're hungry, yeah. don't go hungry. I'll drop yeah. off food at your house. So I'll drop off some, some smoked brisket. There you go. <laughs> Let me, uh, so your pancakes, man. So, yeah, I had pancakes the other day, man. I made, it, I made a batch. Oh my god, they're they're killer, man. They're oh, really good. They're so good. Let me let me test the audio here. Brian, can you hear us? Yeah, what's going on? Hey, man. 
What's this, up, Brian? This, this, this was by chance that we had Jared Fox Matthews, not <laughs> Brian Fox. So the last day, it'll be Kendrick, Kendrick Fox Haskins. Yeah, we get Gary Fox, who we get Gary Fox. Yeah, yeah. Gabriel, yeah. So. There's a whole lot of foxiness over there. Foxy, yeah. What's up, Brian? That's a great name. Good. How are you doing? I'm trying to talk about thing here. Yeah. Can you hear me better now? Better. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Brian, yeah. by the way, if you're coming to this party, we need to know what you're drinking. Yeah, because... Um, I actually, uh, I'm not drinking anything right now. We, get you something. We've been cheers doing the cheer thing. <laughs> I'll get I'll, I need to get me something then. You want me to take a quick break here and, and go grab a beer? Do what you want. I mean, we're wrapping <laughs> yeah, need some, some yeah. kind of alcohol, my friend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go do that real quick. All right. Do that, bro. All right. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to get my bottle too. Yeah. Go. If you're going to stick yeah. around, do it. Yeah, man. I'll stick around for a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shooting from the lip live when your guests walk away and your co-host walks to away grab to some booze. Get their alcohol. Look at this. This Keep is it. the Slipknot, Slipknot uh, bourbon. Slip. <laughs> uh, so how you doing, man? I'm good. I mean, considering I, you know, I know definitely people have it worse than me. I'm still Cheers, working. homies. Oh yes, let's do it. Real quick. Yeah, let's, let's cheers. Right. Everybody yeah. here. Yeah, we're cheers. all here. Yeah. Right. Cheers to you, brother Brian. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Ryan. Ryan Lindauer says, "Where's the Jaeger?" Who's that, Ryan Lindauer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, that's one of my managers at Equus. Been a good buddy. Well, he knows what's up. One that's reason for, that's for later on tonight. Yeah, it's for bedtime. Now, I'm a Brian Fox fan. I'm a Huge mark for him. He's a good guy. Oh, just, thanks, even, just besides being so talented, he's an even better person. He, the shit that he does for people, he's always doing something to pay it forward. And you are doing something right now every Thursday night, Brian. Yeah, every Thursday. And you're taking the scary the, commitment. You're taking, yeah, you're taking that and you're helping our fellow musicians. Tell us yes. what's, what's that all about. Well, first, I want to say tonight I had leftovers from Cafe Lulu that we got. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. it was delicious. Yeah. So thank good. you, Jared. Even the leftovers good. are delicious. Oh yeah. man, yeah. it was great. Quick question. So Lulu's yeah. food is always so rich, Brian. How did you actually warm up Lulu's leftovers? Tell me you didn't put it in the microwave. Um, you know what? I, I'm a microwave user, but. I'm a, I mess with the power setting, so I'm not tinning it every time. Oh, so you're like highfalutin microwave. Yeah, user. I get yeah, that. Okay. And I'm, it's more of an advanced setting, so I'm like doing like two minutes. I'm like two minutes on uh, power eight, you know, like get slow, <laughs> warm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not 30 second it, and then, then, you know. Last time I had Lulu leftovers. I put it in. I put it in the microwave. I'm like, you know what? I don't have time. So I put it in the microwave, and the oil sep and the roux separated from the cheese. And I'm like, oh, bro, I'll never do that. Make that mistake yeah. again from now on. It's stovetop only. <laughs> yeah. That's it, man. That's <laughs> what I always tell my wife. Man. I'm like, man, throw it in the saute pan. It'll be just. That's good exactly new. right. <laughs> throw, a, throw an extra pat of butter in there just for good. Just for good keeping. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The good thing is there's zero calories in all that food, which is awesome. Oh my god, yeah. accelerate zero. <laughs> Zebra. I like the shirt. I like the shirt there, Brian. You like the what? Shirt. The shirt oh. you got on. Yeah, Fozzie shirt. Yeah. yeah. Jericho is just Chris Jericho is a bad man. He he is a beast. I mean that guy. 
if you had if you had ten jobs, he still would make you feel like you were a slacker. Yeah. No, he is. He is just everywhere doing. I'm a everything. wrestling guy. I'm a wrestling guy, and I enjoy him on Wednesday nights with the AEW, the new wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Weren't you at that cruise? Uh huh. In yeah, AEW. Didn't yeah. that AEW? Yeah. So uh-huh. you- yeah, there was a bunch of AEW wrestling matches yeah. and stuff. So we're get- we're close with Fozzie. So yeah, we're there for the for the music and just hanging out. And um, the wrestling is a unique, or because we're not big wrestling fans, but it's it's something cool. It's something that we're not, you know, it's definitely something fun. I mean, to be on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean and having wrestling, you know, on board. So and by the way, Brian, I have to comment on your backdrop. It looks like you are guitar spoiled. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have a couple you, of them. You win the award for the coolest backdrop of the evening, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. My studio's kind of... And I'll cheers to that one. Cheers, everybody. Oh, the coolest cheers. backdrop of the evening. Thank, to Brian you. thank you, thank go. you, thank you. Yeah, my studio's actually behind me, and I, I didn't... I thought I was going to do it on my phone, so I'd have more of a control over what you guys are seeing, but my studio's totally trash because a lot of stuff is out in my um, main basement area where we're doing the... Uh, the shows every Thursday night. So this is, that is a Nicholas cage pull up behind you, correct? Uh, yeah, probably. It is. Yeah. A Nicholas cage. yeah I was just making sure on your other really shoulder. Bro. That, so. <laughs> yeah, that one right there. Yeah, um, I've got a Patrick Swayze and, uh, um, Nicholas cage down here. Nice. <laughs> so here, here's the Patrick Swayze here. Oh yeah, no. nice man. Yeah. Which which is movie? That Roadhouse? Is that Roadhouse? I don't think that's Roadhouse. Yeah, that that's, that's like Patrick Swayze dressed as Napoleon Bonaparte. He has um. So you know, I don't mm-hmm. know if you can see that or not. What was the Patrick Swayze? What was the Patrick Swayze song that he did? Uh, what was that? She's like the wind, or something. She's like, like the wind. That's what that is. So she's like the wind pillow. <laughs> yeah, wow. If I would have known that, I would have paid even more for it. Yeah. Didn't think about that. So go back, Brian. Your Thursday night thing. Tell us about that. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> So originally, I, you know, the idea was, um, you know, I, I see some people streaming, and so as a as a musician, I um wanted to kind of challenge myself because it's 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 more of like when when you're playing with acoustic, there's nothing to hide behind. It's so you know raw and being live and put it on Facebook. It was more of a challenge to myself just to make myself make sure I'm not being lazy during these this break time and and um kind of keeping up with the performance aspect and then it kind of turns in you know anytime we think about anything around here we try to say okay well how can we help you know people with that and so it evolved into um raising money for uh the out-of-work musicians and and that actually came from an idea because um a friend of mine trey hill uh from nashville he he was kind of he made some comment like you know what if you're if you have full-time work um Please, you know, and, and musician is just a hobby. Please, please don't go on here and flooding it and, and asking for donations for you because, you know, there's a bunch of people out here that don't have any work and this is going to be their only way to get money. So I felt a little guilty by doing that. And so I was like, well, you know what? I'll, what I'll do is I'll go on and I'll say everything I collect, I'll give it to people who um, don't have any other option besides. That's killer, man. So we've uh, raised. <clears throat> 
in uh, two two weeks, we've raised over forty six hundred dollars. So, great, wow. pretty, it's pretty. That's crazy. awesome. Yeah, Man. everybody's been so generous. Well, I think that that stems back though to you. I mean, how generous you are, and and not not just with this, but everything else that you've done in the past. I know that your 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 fox bashes and everything else, the money that you raise, and the people that you help. Um, you know, and you're another. I mean, this Kevin lined you all up, and I'll be honest with you, hit the nail on the head with awesome, awesome MFers tonight. So you guys are, are really between Jared and, and Brian both. The things that you all do for the community and people in general. Um, you know what? Cheers to you guys, both of you. Hey, thank you, thank so, you much. so much. That's thank awesome. you so much for what you all do. Man. Cheers, guys. Yeah, raise your glass up one more time, man. I, yeah. I think that's a, that's a really. I think it's a, it's a fantastic idea, and I'm glad to see it successful because Absolutely. talking to a, a bunch of musicians, you know, who that's what they do. That's what they do for a living. It's a and, lot. A yeah, lot there's of, a lot, a lot of them. You're exactly right. I was talking yeah. to one guy and he was like, man, I played my last gig a week before all this happened. I got, I got 300 bucks, I think maybe uh, to my name. So I don't know. I got rent due. I got utilities. I got, yeah. I got to yeah. eat and I have zero clue what's going to happen. I have zero clue if this is going to last a month. It's going to last four months. Yeah. Like, I think that's, By the I think way, awesome. if, if any musicians out there listening, and this comes from somebody who has done a lot of research on the on the on the subject lately. Don't pay anything except for food. Don't right now call all your debtors, um, work something out with them. Almost all of them are giving some sort of a grace period. So if you only have enough food really to eat, eat first. Uh, yeah. Don't 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 pay things that we can push off just a little while. Um, definitely eat first. And if you get in a situation where you can't eat, call me, call some of these other folks that are helping. We'll rush food over to you immediately. You, you can't not eat. That's yeah. very important. Yeah. Move well, over your head, food in your bellies. That's, that's big. And we still have actually some surplus money from last week. So if I, you know, I've been waiting for messages. It's totally confidential. If um, we gave over a thousand dollars to Murph uh, wow. with that, um, so they they should have some money there to maybe contact and apply for that. But yes, also, Mur Murph, I know is processing those now, yeah, okay. getting back with people as quick as possible. I know Matt Mercurio. Uh, I was president of Murph last year, but Matt's president this year, uh -huh. and I know Matt is. Yeah, I've been in constant contact with him, and he's in, he's he's trying to get those processed as quick as possible, as fast as you can when you have a board of directors that you have to go sure. through. So he he's working on it. And then I still actually have um, a surplus as well that I have to decide. So if anybody wants to um, message me, I just do a little research, try to, you know, and then it's usually within 10 minutes I'm Venmoing or PayPaling you. Mm -hmm. You're a badass dude. That's awesome. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, that is really awesome. Well, thanks. Um, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's cool for me to be able to get to play original music and, uh, you know, for an hour and a half, I mean, people watching so that's cool that's awesome. yeah. hey jared have you been by chance been in touch with apron do you know what they're doing for folks uh, is there anything out there yeah while we're yeah, on the subject and so originally when it when this all went down you know of course they were apron was like man they didn't have a whole lot of funds so they were like man we're just kind of giving it to people who actually come down with covid well after like a a day or two when everything started circulating there were so many people they were getting um now they are they are trying to help out as many people um as awesome. possible so you know put in your application submit it gary is he's going through them all himself you know so he's got over 200 uh, i think uh applicants um as of like last week so but yeah, man. I mean, you know, Apron is going to donate to, which um, which will go towards the service industry people who are out of work. So, and when um, you when you when you combine the two, service industry, the music industry, especially the musicians that are that are only do music for a living. Of course, a lot of the service industry folks only do service industry stuff. So it's it's um, there are resources out there. Everybody's just got to stay stay on it. So don't yeah. reach out once, reach out twice, reach out however long it takes until you get attention. But there is help out there. And of course, Brian stepping up huge and then food provided by Lulu for people in the service industry coming soon. We're going to announce it tomorrow, right? We're going to share it for you. Yeah. Uh, the shooting for lip page too, right, Kev? And, yes, and we'll, we'll, we'll get the word out to help people that need a meal. Come eat. It's important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Give, All right. give, I, I have to get going. Right, I gotta go hang out with my wife. Hey, see you later, Darren. Don't have to go hang out, but I want to go hang out. Rebecca, big fish for I heard something. <laughs> Brian, man, I awesome man. I, I salute you, man. Um, you know, hey, it's been you as well, bro. It's been it's there's been a lot of musicians and there's been a lot of ideas going around and. A lot of, there's there hasn't been a whole lot I can do. So like to see what you're doing and how awesome it is, man, that's like it's great, dude. That's that's well, thanks, good, bro. good for you and you rock, man. And Kevin, thanks. Appreciate it, brother. Sean, Thank you tonight. Hair looks super yeah. sexy. I mean, I tell you what, dude, oh, way better than my quarantine cut. I thank you guys, man. I, I love right. you guys very much, right. man. I catch you, brother. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Thanks, bro. Thanks, man. Jared Matthews, another cool cat. Um, you know, going back to the musicians, now a lot of them, you know, they're taking the doing the their live streaming, and it's actually worked out pretty well for a lot of them that I've heard. I don't think I've heard of any horror stories of you, John. No, no, I, I haven't. Um, you know, it's it's a little it's a little. Um, a little bit of a relief because you know i i uh where we had a surplus and i didn't have the the number of messages coming in that i thought i would um i've kind of reached out to a bunch of people and and it's so so cool to hear people going you know what i'm actually doing all right yeah. for now you know find somebody else that that needs it more than i do so um same i, I, I did the great. same thing i reached out to 
I don't know, when this thing first started, went down, I reached out to a bunch of folks that I knew were specifically musicians only. Yeah. And, um, or I knew people, some, some, a couple of musicians that were also in the service industry, like they did both. Um, and I reached out to them and they're like, you know what, we're, we're, we're good right now. We're okay. We've got such and such, or I've got a spouse or I've got, um, I've got a little bit in reserves and that is heartwarming to a, to a business guy who prides itself on, on investments. It's really awesome to hear some of these guys have money in the hopper for a rainy day. I really, and I, and yeah, that kind of gets me, it kind of gets me off just a little bit as opposed to, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm loving it. They're like, no dude, I've, I've got money for a rainy day. I'm like, you do? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. I'm yeah like, no, no joke. Sweet. For sure. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's been nice. I mean, I, I uh, you know, obviously we've heard some stories of where, you know, they haven't actually reached out to me, but I just w- would just think about somebody and say, I wonder, how, I wonder if they're doing okay. So I'll reach out to them. And there's definitely ones that, you know, will will be like, oh, my gosh, this this is totally, I mean, a lifeline for me right now, you know, where they were just – seven dollars in their checking account 70 bucks in their checking didn't know you know how long that was going to last and, and things like that so um it's been good i mean it, i love the generosity everybody has you know provided we've definitely collected way more than i would had ever intended like ever thought it was possible um last week's show i think we had over 7800 views i think on faith mm-hmm. so it's just, uh, it's been awesome, going, it's been going good. And I mean, I'm glad that I'm just not, I don't have a line of people that are just waiting for, you know, any kind of thing. It's, um, actually have a surplus at the moment. So, uh, yeah. it's been good. Brian, do you have any, I know that obviously, I mean, your, your business too. I mean, you're a dentist. I have uh-huh. three friends who are actual dentists. My dentist who I grew up with her husband and we're friends, Misty Griffin over at Four Springs Family Dental. Um, uh, Jocelyn Phipps is a really good friend and a client of mine. Um, and then, uh, I've got, well, I've got a few on, on, on Facebook, Facebook, then I've really, I know that you guys are really in, in people's mouths, which is not a good thing at, at this time. Yeah. With basically a pressure washer in somebody's mouth. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Wendy bowling is another one. Wendy bowling is another one. So these are all friends of mine that, that own their actual dentists that own the office. Yeah. So what, for you, how are you doing right now? I mean, I know obviously it's pulling back. So how are you doing with all this? Well, I mean, I'm still, I'm still in there and uh, we're taking them doing emergencies and I'm, I'm about a uh, half of the time right now a week. Um, only basically only seeing one person at a time. So I may only see five to six people a day versus um, 40, you know, and hey, but five or six people, a day, most of these folks I know aren't, aren't doing anything at all. That's great. Good for you. Well, yeah. I mean, Morrison is a company who kind of pull back and just are doing hub offices to try to take care of those and just keep, I mean, our, our whole mission right now is to um, keep people out of the emergency room to try to, you know, kind of lighten their load as much as we can because sure. a lot of times people go, if they go on the, the dental issue, they're not going to really get much help anyway from the emergency room, but that bogs them down. And so we're just trying to, do what we need to do and uh just one day at a time and hope hope this whole mess starts going away so so your so your pipeline's pretty obviously pretty pretty stacked which is a good thing that's good um i'm i'm very i'm a very busy dentist so i have a, a large um 
I think, you know, pretty steady clientele and, and you're in a whole bunch of people's loyal. mouths every day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm sorry, bro. So, I'm doctor uh, in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine really a profession that really is more exposed than we are. So it's, um, it's absolutely it's great. I mean, like I said, it's not only touching people in the mouth, but it's, I mean, it's literally putting high air pressure in there. It's spraying stuff air, and it I mean, splashes it's so, on you and yeah. I mean, air vapor. I mean, a freaking air around the mouth is totally, I mean, saturated yeah. with, you know, vapor and from, from the mouth. So, I mean, it's just, um, it's crazy. We're trying to do what we can do, but, um, I'm, you know, do you uh, see, uh, do you see kind of a, have you heard anything? Do you see sort some sort of an end to this, or at least we were talking to Jared earlier about what the new norm is going to be. So do you see, are you hopeful for May? Are you hopeful for June? Are you hopeful for July? What's your, what are your thoughts? Um, I think whatever somebody believes they can go on the internet and find proof to support their, their, uh, theory. So Easter, bro. I think, I think that's Easter? probably the one. Um, I mean, I think that's the thing that that may be the hardest thing for everybody is just the yeah. uncertainty of it. So, I mean, I definitely agree. I mean, in a sense that, I mean, for Trump, I mean, he's faced with keeping people safe or or possibly causing another Great Depression. I mean, it's not an right. easy choice. So when people... You know, when somebody like it's a, it's a out, tough place to be in. So sure. when somebody comes out and says we got to get going by each, I mean, I, I feel, I feel that. I mean, I feel like, I mean, it's crazy every day. It's one thing to say, okay, well, everybody be inside, be safe. But I mean, these are we're talking about the musicians, the service industry. I mean, there's there's tattoo artists, there's yeah. you know salon owners. I know there's, I mean, there's so many people that are totally shut down right now. So there, you know, and there's so much different information. I mean, you have to understand a little bit of going, oh my gosh, we got to get this economy going again. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a tough decision knowing what to do. I mean, I, I have no clue. I, I, if someone came and said, May 1st, everything's going to be start, you know, going again, would you take that contract? I'd be, hell yeah, I'd sign it in a heartbeat. So, of course. Sure. Um, but, you know. If we're not open to business, think, we're not open to business. I don't think anybody knows what's what's going on. I just, I mean, right now, I hope that all my relatives and my loved ones and friends, you know, that are family to me, and I mean, I hope everyone's just okay on the other side. That's kind of what yeah, I'm focused on. Of course, at the first and foremost. Now, here, here's this is I'm gonna digress a little bit. Um, I do currently. I'm doing four podcasts. Two of them. One's a paranormal and one's a UFO podcast. Yep. And my UFO friends, these guys are all over like History Channel and Travel Channel. They've got an interesting take. You know, the next two weeks has been professed. This is where people really need to watch out. These are going to be like the dire times, the most extreme part of, mm -hmm. you know, the, the COVID-19. To stay inside. Um, do you know there, there's this comet that's going to be flying by Earth towards the end of this month? Okay. I mean, a massive. Yeah. I well, mean, this the, is, key, the key to that is by Earth, right? Not well, still <laughs> by yeah. And they're they're just all all they would tell me is to, in the next few weeks, keep looking into the sky. 
keep looking at the sky. Okay. And um, it, it, it's kind of inevitable from that perspective. I think most of us buy into the notion that we're not alone in the universe. I'm, I know I'm really going off course here, but, you know, we, some think that sometime this year we're going to get that true confirmation. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So what does this have to do with, you the, think this year? Uh, with the virus? Well, <laughs> they think what they're saying is that potentially if you got people in their homes, not in public, you know, mm-hmm. New York's or these big cities filled with streets full of people. Okay. When something like that happens, the mass hysteria in public would just, you know, if they're out in the in a public scene, would go crazy. If you're in the houses, not so crazy. You're you're glued to the TV or whatever. Um, I don't. People are probably like WTF, Kevin. What the hell are you talking about? But, you know, I've heard a lot of a lot of dumb theories. So that's that's probably that's one of them. You know. <laughs> And I didn't buy into it. I say it's, but it's, it's, it's anything. I've heard, heard a lot of shit theories, bro, but that one takes the freaking place. And that one's one of them for sure. Hey, you know what? I mean, obviously, I mean, I personally think that we're not alone. I don't know if they're going to come down and, and try to dominate, but. Um, I'm not saying any, Independence Day or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, but, but look, who knows what's going to happen this year? But right now, I mean, the focus is on, for me, it's on taking care of the families, to taking care of making sure my friends are good, uh, our people. These are our people. It's not just our friends, it's our people. We are in this together. First That's of all, right. we are. That's right. Take fucking politics, take reli- everything, take it out. Use common sense. Common sense right now should prevail. And what the fuck is this toilet paper thing? Why is this, what, what's the thing about toilet paper? Help me understand that. Why? I have is it no because, idea. Is it because one person went to that extreme and then all the sheep followed along? Exactly. Well, here. I mean, it's, it's totally a cycle. Yeah. So, I mean, if you see an empty shelf or if you see one thing left on the shelf and you don't mm. need it, Right. You're going to be like, well, oh shit, I'm, I better grab it. There's a hoarding mentality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, I mean, so I think that's, um, I think that's what it is more than anything. So, well, I have toilet paper to get me through a couple of months. So if anybody needs a roll, couple months, man, I got yeah. you. What does that, you know what I found out? Here's a cool thing I found out. Denny more beef stew. I got plenty car, of Denny more beef stew. I did the math. My car now gets three and a half weeks to the gallon. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I mean, that is good. Very good. So, mm. Gas. I have a few. I have a few cars, and uh, I filled my. I've got a twenty five hundred diesel Ram four by four, like an eight foot bed, extent, you know, quad cab. So I filled the gas tank up. I get six hundred and twenty five miles for a full tank of gas. So no matter what goes down, and it's built like a tank. It's like a two thousand and three. It's built like it's my work truck. It's built like a freaking so no matter what goes down, I can jump in that truck and I can drive to the Ozark Mountains where I'm from, my family, on one tank of gas and have it full of my family, food, and ammo. And I, I got no worries, man. I know how to, I can hey, I can run a trout line. They say you can skin a buck and run a trout line. I can do both. I learned it in the Ozark. What, what kind of ammo are we talking about? Uh, I have a an AR. Thanks to Andrew Asher, helped me out with a couple of things. I've had a bunch of pistols and, and twenty two mm-hmm. long rifles, and I got thirty out six with scope and all that. But he helped me. I went and bought an AR uh, uh, fifteen pistol, which is like a long. It's a five five six, 
two two three as well. Is that a dirty hairy one? No, it's a it's a it's like an assault rifle, but it's a little shorter, a little smaller, okay. more compact. And then I've got uh, I've also got a tactical twelve gauge shotgun in addition to five pistols and three twenty two long rifles and and also an, a thirty out six rifle for hunting. Well, I'm glad you're so safe from our government. I am not safe at all. It's all like lock and key. It like, would take me twenty five minutes just to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I don't get. I mean, people say that they're, you know, they're protecting themselves from the government when they could just drop a bomb on your house with a drone. Yeah, one of those uh, bunker busters. It's it yeah, would I mean, be, it's a, just, it'd be okay. over. You'll be out there with a AR-15 going, "Come on, come on, dudes!" With your armor, Take you know, me. your <laughs> yeah. You just yeah, drop a bomb bed. on your head. You're just like, okay, well, wow, that was great. Glad you really had a lot of those. Right. right. That's exactly right. My, you know, my, the, 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 the things that I have are, are, are I mean, I can't, you can't really protect yourself against the government. They're just, they have too much. Not I mean, even the police forces have armored vehicles. So yeah. what I have is, is strictly for personal protection. If things really go awry, which they may never, and that's cool. But if they do, well, which I hope they never go awry. But if they do, I've got what I need to protect myself against Joe Schmo. Uh, down the street. So that's all I, that's all Me, I have myself. What about Joe? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You've worked hard for what you have your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. It makes me feel better about myself. (laughs) Can you protect yourself from Joe Exotic? Is that that fucking Tiger King thing? Uh, which I've not seen. I refuse. No, I'm not going to watch it. I don't know what that is. Tiger, see, you doesn't good. You're I'm, not. You're not better. You're not better by not watching <laughs> that. You can't go like, oh no, I'm the one holdout that has not seen the show. So I I'm should. Putting, what, is, I refuse, what are we talking about? I refuse it's a, entertainment. It's a Netflix show that I've just heard or, or seen, not heard. All these people, because I don't. It's see everything. It. It's everything you'd want it to be. It's, <laughs> it's everything you'd want it to be. It's a what is it like bush light, natty light type you of guys, show? I mean, what this, this is. This seems like we're this conversation's two weeks too late. You guys obviously should have heard everything about Tiger King so far, right? No, I've heard of it. I'm just not engaged in it. So. Go ahead, enlighten, enlighten Sean. Go ahead, Joe, uh, yeah, enlighten me. I'm listening yeah. to you. You guys are like the only two people. Guaranteed listening. All right, humorous. It talk to us. I mean, he's he's like a middle-aged gay mullet-wearing. Oh, he is gay. Singing. He is gay. Yes, oh. cowboy singing, tiger ranch owning. Like, I mean, thing. And you, and then you add in like the conspiracy of hiring uh, 
someone to kill someone else. I mean, is that the whole Carol thing? Yeah, Carol. And that's his. Carol is his. Carol. Um, yeah. you know, his his evil nemesis. So, there, I mean, it's, it's the whole thing. It's it's amazing. It's you guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. Maybe by this weekend. <laughs> I mean, is, is it? Wait a minute. Is it? Uh, is it like a? a s- it's a documentary. Oh, just all right. So, so it's not yeah. episode. It's not okay. Right. No, I can be but done with very, it in ninety minutes or whatever. No, it's uh, I think what six episodes or something. Oh, like okay. Right. So it's, it's worth it's it's worth the watch for sure. All right, I'm in. Yeah, because so, I've got fucking six hours on my hands on a whim. Yeah, yeah. I think you can probably find that somewhere. Um, Brian, are you a big sports guy? You you have to you have to be because you got a basketball goal in your basement, right? I mean, that doesn't mean I have to be. Well, I mean, you're a basketball fan. Would that be safe? Um, yeah. So, I mean, we're, I mean, I graduated from UofL. I'm big UofL football and basketball okay. supporters, but we don't really, I mean, we don't really have network television in our house, so we don't watch any other sports besides. Okay. All right. Most well, of it live there. My, my third, our third guest of the night is on hold. I'm going to bring him in. And I yeah. want you to say, because okay. you probably know who this guy is. He, it's Kinder Caskins. He's, one of the wave yeah. three sports guys. So, mm-hmm. and uh, let's see, iPhone. Oh, technology! Come on, Kindred. Hey, Brian, did you have any uh, any concerts that that, uh, that got postponed or canceled because of uh, down in Nashville? Yeah, I know you were playing a lot in Nashville, right? Yeah, we had one in Nashville that uh, it it. Uh, it actually happened right before the shutdown, uh, but we actually canceled it just because of the concern. And then um, Chip was actually was when he was sick, and so we just had a couple of things going, you know, against us going that weekend. So my daughter had the flu and a bunch of other stuff. So the flu, yeah, the flu. No, I don't know. I, I mean, I had a three-week cough literally when I got off the. Uh, cruise in january that landed in miami it was a week before super bowl and Mm. um, i had a five-day fever i mean soaking the sheet sweat three to four week cough turned into mild pneumonia like i mean this is what i had in late january now like the more that comes out they're like we think it was i think the mayor of uh or governor of um florida said that they think it was spread around like around super bowl time in miami and that's where we we were. So, ground zero, huh? It'd be interesting to see um, to take one of those antibody tests and see if I, you know, if I, if I, I've had I've had it or not. But yeah, I don't know. It probably is just a regular flu. Joining us, Kendrick Haskins. Kendrick Haskins. Kendrick, what's up? Can you hear me? Hello. He's smiling. I I can't hear you. <laughs> Can you all hear him? I can't. Hear him. I can't hear him though. Mm. All right, the IT there girl comes on. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. Uh, I, I actually timed out there for a second too. I know in in March, um, Brian, I was uh-huh. going to I was going to a concert on a Sunday night, and I think the night before you were playing at uh, you're playing down. So Chuck Deering told me that you were playing down. There oh yeah, trying to go down a night early to catch your show because the next night. I was going to go catch Johnny Lang down there, which I love Johnny Lang. We were going to stay Sunday. and, cool. and Yeah, that was SEC. 
Was that SEC yeah. weekend? SEC yeah. tournament, and then yeah, and then St. Patrick's Day was on Tuesday, so we were going to stay through Wednesday, and then yeah. of course it got derailed. But I know that's what it was crazy because I was I was hoping that that whole weekend would really help boost the audience and everything for my show, and then they dropped that, and then my daughter got the flu, and which meant my wife couldn't go, and then you know Chip was sick, and it just this ended up being a shit time, didn't it? I mean, it was crazy, yeah, and then worrying about being in public when a lot of other things were already shutting down. So it was, well, I've uh, caught your show at Gershaw's before, <clears throat> but I was really looking forward to trying. We were really getting, my wife and I were going to try to get down there on Saturday to see you in Nashville before, uh, actually I was looking for a place to stay. Um, at the time I, I a friend of mine runs the jury in. So I, I downtown, so I was going to yeah. find there, but the, uh, Chuck had was like, did you got to check out Airbnb? That's where we stay when we go. And, we're going to go down and see Brian the night before. I'm like, oh, damn. So I was going to try to make it work. Yeah, Gersel's been a while. So I'm sure that was. It's been a, it's been a long while. Yeah, I think I think at the time, I think I think the last time I saw you, it might have been, you might have, the two guitar players, I think you had maybe Screaming John and Kevin. Asher and, right. and Asher playing with you at the same time, I think, oh, the last yeah. time I saw you. Okay. Yeah, says I left oh. the Kendrick. <laughs> He's working on it, looks like. It's set on FW. Brian, real quick. We're getting audio, yeah. Brian, real quick. Where can musicians go to get a hold of you for what balance, small balance that you have left? I just um, on Facebook? Just, yeah, Facebook. Just uh, hit me up through Messenger. Okay, so, awesome. Yeah. Well, well, I'll propose another toast while we have Brian here before Kendrick gets yeah. on. Cheers and to I'm you, Brian. I'm getting ready to, to uh, head out as soon as uh, you get some contact with you don't want to. Cheers, Brian. Yeah. Cheers. Kendrick. I heard that he, we had some sound. We heard it. Kendrick. We had no video. Cheers. Yeah. You hear me now? There oh, yeah, cheers, there we go. Kendrick. There we go. There you are. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Kendrick, I, the one reason I brought Kendrick on, Brian, is yeah. to go on and anoint University of Kentucky men's basketball team as the NCAA champions. Last night they won the championship. <laughs> Last night it wasn't even. They were, actually, they played Louisville. It wasn't even close. No buzzard beaters. Gosh, you guys really got to get live. I mean, I, I, have you ever? Did you even go to? Did you even go to Kentucky? The funny thing is, I did not. Does yeah. Do you even, have you have you ever lived in Lexington? I've traveled. Wow, you know what? I'm so wow, wow. I'm so amazed by your glory of of choosing to wear that. <laughs> Freaking unbelievable! Hey, if it's any yeah, consolation, I passed. I passed out one time on my fraternity's front lawn at UK. That chapter. Hey, I'm, what I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm glad. You know, I'm yeah. glad you like those teenage boys. You had nothing. That was to do that it. was 20 years ago, but it, it happened. <laughs> 21 years ago, but it happened. Brian, stop being a party pooper, man. What's what's your problem? <laughs> He's a Louisville fan. That's what they do. They shit on everybody's parade. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just because we live here and we actually went to do the school that we're supporting. That oh. that really is. Oh come so, on! Actually, I went to WKU and Louisville. Yeah. So I'm with you. 
I want Louisville to do good because when Louisville's really good, when Kentucky kicks their ass, it makes Kentucky look even better. Even better. (laughs) You're the cool guy in high school that wears the other high school shirt going, oh, my high school sucks. (laughs) So lame. I mean, that's like the lamest thing ever. That's so lame. I went to manual, supported mail. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. What kind of douchebag? You were like the douche, you know, in high school. I was a manual. It didn't work out for me. It didn't work out for me. <laughs> Brian, so you you want to stick around or you got to go? Oh, I got to go, man. I got to get I got to get to bed. Okay, you do have to work tomorrow. Ah, right. oh, yeah. Brian, hey, listen, Brian, true story, man. Really appreciate you. Appreciate what you've done. Thank you so much. Uh, thank not just coming from a musician, but as a human being standpoint, man. Appreciate what you do. Everything you do. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm work. I'll be. We're, I mean, I think the whole family is going to be on camera again on Thursday night at seven on Facebook Live. So we'll be um, following. Yeah. yeah, we'll be so sharing. Check it out. Yeah. All right. Thanks, thanks, guys. brother. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Brian. Take appreciate it easy, it, man. All right. Bye. Brian Fox, damn good guy. Awesome, yeah. And here we are with Kendrick Haskins. To <laughs> Kendrick, you were, you know, not the only reason. One, re- the main reason is I get to hang with you, you know, Brian, because I love love chatting it up with you. And then, but I thought one thing that basketball is near and dear to this state of ours. We're mm-hmm. a college. State, <laughs> it's our economy. <laughs> it is, and our our people. Yep. It's, it's cards or cats. Um, you were in Greensboro, right, for the ACC tournament? Is that correct? Yeah, I was. So take take us back. Um, yeah, I was. Because this was things happened so quick. As you were going to Greensboro for the tournament, mm-hmm. had it already been in planted in your head? Your mm-hmm production team, whatever, that this tournament might be canceled? I had a feeling because that I went in that Wednesday. I went to Greensboro Wednesday, and everything happened on Thursday. So I went to Greensboro. So Louisville was going to play the winner of the Syracuse-North Carolina game from Wednesday. So we got, I got to Greensboro early enough to get over – to get posts from that game. So I had met uh, Kent Spencer and his photographer from WHAS. I'd met them out for dinner. We had dinner. On my way to dinner is when we found out about Rudy Gobert. And so heading, so when we left for dinner, people who don't know, heading over Rudy to the arena. Rudy Gobert we, is the uh, professional, uh, the um, Utah Jazz player. Right. right. Having, getting the, right. wasn't he the guy that, wasn't he the guy that kind of went, uh, Got got a little crazy about the uh, like ah I'm, it's it's all full of whatever COVID nineteen blah blah and then he ended up getting it like, yeah on the yeah, first he, yeah he had touched a bunch of reporters microphones at a press right. conference and everything yeah, yeah. it's like an Atlantis more set video <laughs> that guy you know isn't it ironic you know right <laughs> totally yeah. isn't it ironic won't you just sing it Sean and so he had, we Don't found out think? about him we had, <laughs> yeah yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we had have found out about him and him and Tom Hanks that at around the same time that day, if you remember. And yep, so right. on the way to the arena, we're kind of like, they're not going to play this thing, but you still didn't know. So we actually go to the arena. The, the Syracuse North Carolina game is still going on. I interviewed some fans in the hallway and everything. And uh, so we leave the arena, the 
like it just not, it did not feel like there was go- they were going to keep playing this thing. Well, then the next day, the next morning, they send out an email at like nine nine fifteen saying there's a ten thirty press conference. Well, we're thinking we go in there for them to cancel it. Ten thirty. If you remember, John Swafford, the commissioner of the ACC, came on and was saying they're still playing this thing. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, oh, well, okay, well, UofL's game wasn't supposed to be until 9.30 that night. So we left and went to get something to eat. Well, while we're at the restaurant eating, that's when you start seeing the dominoes fall, all these tournaments are canceling their games. Right, right. Well, the ACC was one of the last ones to cancel. And so they were actually – Florida State was actually out on the floor. I forgot who they were playing, but they were actually out on the floor warming up, getting ready to play. They literally called mm-hmm. that game during warm-ups for that game. So right. then we left We left the restaurant and went over to the uh, L team hotel because they had a press conference call, and this one we talked to Vince Tyree. And so, yeah, it was, it was a wild day. So we go back to the arena. And so I wasn't doing anything live. I had to tape everything. Well, while I'm – so they had just canceled everything for the day. They had – they had canceled the conference tournament, but had not canceled the NCAA tournament. And so in between while I was editing and I had already shot my stuff for the air, they, that's when they canceled the NCAA tournament. So I had to go back out there and re-record my stuff because I was saying we still didn't know about the NCAA tournament. So, yeah, it was wild. Clearly, we've never seen anything like this. I, I think there was one big East tournament game that they actually – canceled it at halftime i mean that's how crazy. yeah they played the first half yeah. yeah um what's what's been the the current idea that i've heard stories that potentially that they might do the tournament at the start of the next season or something what what are they from your understanding what are they are they going to do anything to kind of you know make something no, happen? this season is just done yeah, and that's no, kind of I think that's done. yeah because in theory, Dayton, who was a top five team, they're not going to be a, they're not a top five team next year. So if you know, no, because Obi right. Top is going to be gone. Yeah, and so, whole, yeah. yeah in San Diego, yeah. or was it San Diego State? And let's be honest, San Diego it's Dayton. State. Yeah, what's that? So would you say? Let's so? be honest, it's Dayton. So yeah, Dayton. they're probably right. they got like they were yeah, like one and this done. This was one of those. They won. Yeah, that would have. Yeah, this was this their. This was their one. There was their one. And, uh, <laughs> I hate right? it for the kids. I hate it for the seniors. You know what are you gonna do? I know for the spring. No, right. was it? Yeah, the spring sports. They are letting mm-hmm. the seniors. They're giving the seniors one uh, an additional year of eligibility. Correct. Yeah, they, it's up to the schools, but yes, the Ivy League. Uh, weirdly enough, they're not going to give their seniors that extra year. Oh, well, wow. the, the Ivy League people, they, they're, exactly. the Ivy they, League. They, they're waiting, you know, they've got corporate CEO jobs waiting for them. They don't need uh, another year. Well, and, and, and then again, how good is Harvard's basketball team? <laughs> but they, I didn't know, right, but like for their spring sport, but like I didn't even know until the other day that the Ivy League, they don't even grant red shirts to injured athletes. Like, oh, wow. I'm like, how are you going to recruit someone to play there? <laughs> right? no. Yeah, they I didn't don't. know that until the other day. <laughs> they <yeah>. don't. <laughs> <laughs> they recruited exactly. Come on, they're not getting John Wall anytime soon at Harvard. Yeah. I promise you that. <laughs> hey, Harvard's had a couple of years. <laughs> Isn't that yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Amaker? Who's their coach? 
You get a Tommy Amaker. I mean, Tommy Amaker, yeah. Now check this out. I, as a Kentucky fan, you know, one of uh, one of my podcasts I do, Round of Shots, is it, it kind of is seen through. A- Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blue lens, and that's by design. But I only talk about Kentucky men's basketball and football. I'm not into Kentucky soccer, Kentucky women's, no offense, just I'm just not. But one thing that came up that really blew my mind is how good the Kentucky rifle team is. I don't know if you know this. Check this out, Sean. Do you know anything? Oh, about trust Kentucky? me, I know it because because <laughs> Mitch Barnhart will talk about the rifle team at yeah. any time he you get to give him a chance to. Yeah, and I'm like, and I tried to keep the person. I can't remember who it was. No, I don't want to talk rifle. And they're like, no, you need to hear that. Kentucky rifle team, Sean. Uh, actually, is better than the army. <laughs> I mean, it's like you know, the, one of the military schools. They're better than yeah, I mean, well, first of all, Mitch Barnhart is going to toot any horn that Mitch Barnhart can toot. <laughs> but I can imagine that that if the rifle team is is that good, obviously, you know, I remember what three, four years ago, four years ago, five years ago, Louisville, U of L, not to talk about the rival, but U of L, like every program that they had was like top ten in the country, like everything yeah. across the board. And that was Tom Jurich. I mean, that, he's a hell of an AD, no matter which way you look at it. So, you know, Mitch Barnhart's been around since – when, when was Mitch hired? Early 90s? Mid-90s? Oh, yeah, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Late so, 90s. I mean, yeah, I mean, we've had our flubs. Um, <laughs> we've had our Eddie Suttons and, you know, and our, and our Gillespie's, but – um, Eddie Sutton's a Hall of Famer now. <laughs> I, 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 well, okay. So, uh, thank God Patino came in right after that, right? right um, you know, I, I really think that that, uh, that they're going to toot whatever they can toot because, you know, I mean, it's UK is strong. It's always been strong. The alumni is strong. These boosters are strong, you know, so we've got to keep that, keep that moving forward. But <laughs> for Barnhart. I have I look, I'll be honest with you, as a Kentucky fan, two things. Number one, there has been many times where I have cursed Mitch Barnhart. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> cursed his ass. Um, and the second part of that is, you know, growing up, um, being in middle school in the late eighties, early, early nineties, super early nineties, uh, being a big Kentucky fan at the time, something that I enjoyed as a as as a, a Kentucky fan was especially in Kentucky basketball more than anything was watching the coaches bring in these, the, the, this talent. Right. And a lot of times they weren't that good, but like a Nazi Bahamut, for instance, when he was a freshman, I mean, listen, mm-hmm. every time he touched the ball, somebody smack it out of his hands. But, but over time, but over time, yeah, he was out of shape and his hands weren't strong. And he was just like this big flub. Mm-hmm. But by the time he was a junior, Nazi Muhammad was a beast. Yeah. So I really year enjoyed, pro, right? Kid, yeah. That yeah. sounds all right. So, 18 year so, so as a, a Kentucky fan, 
I've really enjoyed watching the coaching staff develop these players. And this is the major problem that I'm having now. We get this talent in, and I don't even know who's playing. I don't even know who's on the team this year. I don't even know their names because, A, I don't have time to really pay that much attention. But the second thing is I haven't been able to cultivate Watch them being cultivated, I guess you should say. So I'm, I'm, I'm disinterested. Whereas a kid, I'm like, oh, I wonder if Nazi Muhammad's going to come along. You know, how's Jamal Mashburn going to well, be? That was Nick Richards. This year? Yeah, I was going to say Nick Richards was that example yeah. of a Nazi Muhammad because yeah. his first two years in the UK were, were tough. But yeah. He came on this year. Kind of, he kind of, he kind, he kind of struggled down the stretch. But I think his, as, watching, he, as, as Emmanuel quickly ascended, he just he kind of descended. Right. Yeah, watching one or two players versus watching a whole team develop together, though, those, is, those days is, is difficult. That's I know, and they're I know they have, but yeah. but still, as a college basketball fan, well, the blue um, Duke's doing it, Kansas, a lot of those schools yeah. are in the same boat. So, I yeah. get it, I get it, but, but it's that's going to change to a degree because NBA Kendrick aren't they uh, going to be? Uh, changing the age restriction? But they're talking about uh, lifting the age res- restriction. They haven't said exactly when, but I think it's going to come in the next couple of years. But so, also, aren't we super cool? think college basketball to, is bad now. Yeah. But aren't we also, aren't we super cool or super close to offering players money? I mean, aren't we really close to making that happen within the next couple of years? There's several states. And if, have and if, and if that's, if that's California is. Yeah. Maybe then we get to keep freshmen through at least junior year and watch those guys develop where you can actually become a fan of a player as opposed to a fan just as a team. So you're still just in that old school mentality, right? I am because because that's what was fun to me. It wasn't – I mean, I wanted to see Kentucky do well. But I wanted to see the Fab Four, you know, or the Fab was it Richie Five. was was a team with Richie Farmer and Darren oh, Feldhaus. The what's what it the Unforgettables. The Unforgettables. Yeah. So the watching those people become little farm hay boys, right? That could shoot to becoming a freaking team a few years later yeah. was important to me personally. I wanted to see them develop. I wanted to become attached to those folks. The way it is now, you're getting that. You're you're getting that, but in a shorter span. Because, like, if you really watch Kentucky early on in the season and then watch their teams play late in the season, you see the development. It's just – It's just one year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's microwave. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So – Yeah, yeah, that's right. But it's so funny because I've seen two different – were virtual champions, one UK one and one UofL one. So I, I don't know what to do. For real? Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one came out today. Uh, was it today or last night that UofL won one last night? And then I actually found a YouTube video of someone that had the old college basketball game from EA Sports. And they, they even did a one shining moment. <laughs> To the video <laughs> and Kentucky had won it. They beat Oregon in the national championship, and they had a one shining moment on there with all video game highlights. Wow! wow. <laughs> so people got awesome. a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> so, what's speaking no of time on there with, with sports on shutdown mode, Kendrick? What are you doing? Or what, what's your well, you conversation? Know, you know, you'd be surprised. I've actually been able to turn a story almost every day. I've talked to. Uh, 
Fern Creek's coach, because you know Fern Creek won the sixth region and Mail won the seventh region. So I talked mm-hmm. both of those to both of those coaches. Did those over Facetime? Just inter- interviewed them mm-hmm. over Facetime. Um, U of L has done a great job of making their coaches available for teleconferences, and they Good. email those okay. links out so you can download them. Because Chris Mike had something today. Uh, Jeff Walls is doing something tomorrow. Cal has put some stuff out. Um, so I think Mark Stoops has had a press conference. And so then there's been like, you know, uh, Ryan Howard being a uh, first team All-American and Dana Evans deciding to come back to school because she was talking about going uh, to the WNBA early for U of L. So it's surprisingly, there's been stuff. It's not the games and it's not as been as much, you know, other stuff we talk about. And then there's been little stupid things like Kentucky winning a virtual national championships. Do not say that's stupid. That is not. Stupid. <laughs> anyway. Well, so, so like, like NBA players and playing NBA 2K. I mean, we had a ton of UK and former UK and U of L players playing that thing. So, I mean, yeah. hey, that's the story. It feels time. So, so Kendrick, any, any um, predictions on if there is going to be spring sports and if you do think they are do you think they'll be limited and that's high school that's, that's NCAA whatever uh-huh. well, NCAA is done the um, KHSAA they're still holding out hope to play in their state switch 16 they have not canceled it they're just it's still postponed that's what I was talking to Mel and Fern Creek about last week but they, they're saying they're thinking maybe in May without fans Still, you got 16 teams, which means you have, you know, what, how many, 12, 13 on each roster. So you're bringing in whatever is an assistant coaches. I don't, I don't know. They sound like they're still trying to, but like the later it gets, I mean, you got seniors that can get off the college. Yeah, it's looking, it's, it's so, looking rough. Yeah. I don't think the spring sports are going to happen. The, it, the, Question is, and like I didn't really think about it until Kirk Herbstreit brought it up, is with football because yeah, fall. So yeah, my next question was fall. My follow up, right? Because they they're as you know, because like you think about the NFL, they don't have OT, they're not having OTAs right now. Yeah, two, uh, high school, kind of I trust me, I did high school two a days. High school two a days for football in the summertime are going to be awfully difficult if you got this COVID virus running around. Right. And so, I mean, maybe they'll be able to start practicing by July, and then, then they'll be fine. But, I mean, still, we don't know. It's, it's supposed to peak next month is what they're saying. So, maybe if we get through the um, peak, peak we want, of we May. Want a prediction. We want a prediction. Come on, what do you think I'm is going to happen for fall? I think that – I, I kind of think that football is going to happen. I Business do. as usual? Yeah, maybe. Fingers, I don't know. fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I think we all want a Mail Manual game. We all want to see St. X and Trinity. We all want to see Mail Manual play. We, you know, the one I'm that. looking at. So, like, so the, with the Derby being pushed to September 5th, that week is for me is going to be the week from hell because you have the Derby oh, yeah. stuff that you have to do in the morning. But U of L's opening game of the season is that Thursday night. Then oh, and it's the in, in the fair. You got you got fair right before that, so you got the fair bleeding into the derby events, bleeding into football opening weekend, and you have high school football on Friday. Man, UK has their UK is at home on that Saturday. That's their first game also, and you have Oaks and Derby in there. So wow, I totally <laughs> forgot. I knew. And and on top of that, we have three major concerts in this town going yeah. on those in September. 
Oh yeah. We've got we got the country one, we got uh, Bourbon and Beyond, and we've got Louder Than Life all happening. Louder Than Life, right? Jesus. So that's, that's major. <laughs> right. So if, if, if I'm interested to see the city pull all of that off. <laughs> Is there enough workers? Are we going to be tired? Right. You know, right, right. So like that Sunday after that is going to be like the laziest day in the history of mankind. <laughs> right. Don't call me. I'm out. I'm done. Right. Right. I've got to ask: Are your bosses like? Have they figured out? Wait a minute. We don't need to send Kendrick to all these pressers. Technology well, they're not doing. They're. They're all teleconferences, so we're not. We don't have to go. So like, no, I'm, I'm, that's what no, that's what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. that's what they are now. That the point is, mm-hmm. is that once this shit gets past us, are they going to be like, ooh, we just, you know, we switched no. to no. this and say fifteen percent. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it, it doesn't make a difference. We we took the Corona <laughs> advice and saved fifteen percent. <laughs> No, nah, it's still part of my work day anyway, so they're not, that, that won't change as long as they're having press conferences. They want to get your ass out of the building. Yeah, it's fine with me. Because mm-hmm. I've been, been uh, in general, I don't have to go to the building. Because <laughs> I started anchoring from home, so I record my sports segments at home and send them in. So, yeah, it's been fantastic. Do you do it this way on your phone? How do you do it? Huh? What do you use to no. record no, I've got a cam. I've, I've, got, I've got my regular camera and yeah, that's right. you, you actually are one of those guys that when you go a to big light event, and you actually my own microphones. you do your own filming, right? When you're at these, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she photo bomb? What's she trying yeah. to so, zoom I mean, us? What's this? She's zoom bombing us here. Uh, she was seeing if I, she was she was seeing if I wanted some she wanted some more bourbon. <laughs> yes, you do. That's the correct answer to that is that, that's respect. If she's, <laughs> if she's allowing you to keep doing this interview and then give you bourbon, but <laughs> cheers to her. So, the one I met at uh, at uh, Kevin said the levy. To you. The levy was she the one at the levy? The other, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> yep. That's her. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell, bro? <laughs> Wait, wait. Real oh, quick, that while, been while, everybody's, while everybody's watching, was she the one that I met? Bad if, if Kendrick all of a sudden went, like, bro, wrong one. Right. <laughs> all of a sudden, I just go. Yeah, the phone. He seems like the, yeah, the, the, the phone camera just flying out of the balcony. Oh, we lost Kendrick. I don't know. He went. <laughs> We oh, can get him I'm back broke, later. Broke, broke code there. My bad. My hey, I have seen. But by the way, I've seen. I've seen Kendrick at. You brought Kendrick to our shows before too, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing him at, at the Blind Squirrel one time for one of our shows. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that's cool, man. It was Kendrick seems like uh, Kevin yeah. goes and Kendrick's around too. So we appreciate you being on our shows, Kendrick. man. Kendrick's a bad man, like. Though he gives uh, my daughter, what's what do you call Claire? <laughs> Kendrick, what do you call Claire? Princess Claire. Princess Claire. Princess Claire. Claire. Claire Bear. Princess Claire. Of course, <laughs> we all love Claire. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so, but how are you all holding up? Because I mean, it's, I mean, it's a different world for everybody. I'm actually for for me. I'm good working from home. Um, no issues. I've done the self quarantine thing, so I'm not seeing, obviously, seeing people as much as I want. Um, we were just talking. You know, we had we had a 
close friend of ours, he lost his dad to the virus mm. just the other day. And yeah. it was one, it, it hit quick and it happened quick. And this right. shit is real. So that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. People take this serious. Um, uh, how about you? My colleagues, yeah, uh, uh, well, my, co- my family's fine. My, one of my colleagues, a good friend of mine, Jody Dimley, he's, he's oh, I know Jody, that's right, yeah. Yeah, he's fine to get right down. So, Is you know, he in the hospital or home? Yeah, yeah, he's in the hospital. He's in the hospital? Yep. That's crazy. That's just crazy. Uh, how long has he been in the hospital? Jody went in on Saturday, I think. Mm. And he's heavy. He's heavily sedated. So I mean, he's he's he doesn't know any idea what's going on. And so, how's, yeah, he, how's he responding? Yeah, it's been a struggle. He's getting. He's. It sounds like he's getting better. His wife posts updates on Facebook like probably once a day, mm. and his uh, numbers seem to getting be getting better. He's he's still sedated. That's a so. good thing. And of course, she hasn't seen him, but yeah, it's, it sounds like he's getting better, but he's still not out of the woods quite yet. Mm. I mean, the British, the British Prime Minister is in ICU. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. Prince Charles hasn't. Mm. And this is this is a this is a major. This is a problem. I mean, we knew this is a problem. I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but yeah. this is a. Everybody's on lockdown. My parents Prince are on Charles isolation. is no spring chicken. Yeah. No, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So you got to get be concerned. I read a report the other day that I think that the virus is invading people's hearts, like literally invading the heart muscles and making yes. them weak. And so a lot of them are dying of heart attacks, um, not just choking on air from fluid in the lungs, but they can't get rid of, mm-hmm. but also um, it's like a perfectly designed mechanism to to uh, which is kind of an odd description, but perfectly designed mechanism to off people that have weakened uh, weakened immune. hearts and weakened yeah, lungs yeah. and weak, they have immune mm-hmm. issues. Um, right. really, you know those conspiracy theories out there. I know, and I'm actually a fan of one of them. I which is, really which believe one? that I believe is this man made. Yeah, I believe it's man. I believe it's man made. I believe it. I believe it's man made. I also, I think too, if you if you really break it down to brass tacks, I think that there is um, a certain. Okay, so all right, you ready? Bring it. <laughs> We've all got time to think about things, right? Yeah. So, do you ever wonder why it's so bad in Italy than other places? Do you ever wonder why it's taking over certain cities like like New York uh, as opposed to other ones? I really think that. A, I think that it was targeted because two things. I think that we were kicking China's ass in the trade war. And I think that this was a, a, a convenient um, way to, to topple our economy quickly. And it also conveniently got rid of hundreds of thousands of protesters in China that were protesting communism. They're gone. They're, they're not protesting. Anymore. So they're you're gone. saying it, it was meant the origin was, I know they say the origin was China, but was it man-made was it made? I don't know if it was man-made in China, but I know that China released it. I, I, I mean, I don't know that, but I, my my theory is China got a whole like we can we can take back the the we can do what we're going to do and 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 fix our economy because they were in a recession by doing this. So this is like a conspiracy theory, obviously that's in my brain that I'm playing with, right? So and then in, in addition to that, I think that they're going to find that certain ethnicities are more susceptible to the coronavirus as opposed to other people because I think it was designed that way. 
So okay. just wh- why are certain people, certain and, and you mocked my alien theory earlier. So, so China releasing a, uh, a, a virus into the, is, is, is not less hard hitting than aliens are coming down this year to visit us. Come on, bro. What world do you live on, baby? <laughs> Come on, bro. China, China, China being cocksuckers versus versus the aliens. Here's the alien theory. Listen, alien theory. Two years ago, the New York Times released the article in November 2017. I think I have to go with Sean on this one. Thank you, Kendrick. They released the article that UFOs have been (laughs) on radar, and then Trump greenlights the space force thing. Hey, look! I believe it. I believe that they we're not the only ones. But come on, oh. right? I'm the same way. I believe we're not the only ones. But I mean, yeah, for one, when you say Trump did this, that's not going to help your argument. <laughs> not at all. I, I do. I do think that that the America. This is a true story. The reason that these steps were taken by the government in steps, like the shutting us down in steps. Or for a reason. And the reason they do it in steps, you know, obviously they have a game plan on how to do these things, handle pandemics, is because we as, as a country and probably as a world as a whole, we can't handle it all at once. Like we'll go into like, oh, shit, we got to buy all the toilet paper mode, right? So when, when it finally comes down that we aren't the only people, like the true word comes down, that we aren't the only people in the universe, the galaxy, whatever. That's why we're quarantining. Well, we, it, once that all comes down, it will be a, oh, shit, we're out of toilet paper moment. <laughs> like, not just, but not just sort of baby. Oh shit! Where's all the bourbon? Give me some. Give me all the bourbon. Okay. One last soul circus concert. We got to get one. Yeah, come, come get your grease one more time before the aliens come. Right? Before Independence Day strikes. And if I can convince the lizard people to dance with us, we're all going to be in good shape. Oh well, then yeah, you'll you'll be the one. You'll be the the, the hiker in all this. Uh, Kendrick, what's um. Kentucky play, or the Kentucky Lowell players, you, you're good with the guys that have announced they're going pro basketball. Yeah, I mean, you could see it coming. You knew Tyrese Maxey, I mean, he was obvious. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, oh, Jordan yeah. Wara was obvious. Um, Ashton Hagens, I'm not surprised by that either. Because um, I think it's one of those things. Is I think Ashton is where he's going to be as a player. Mm-hmm. And, and Emmanuel quickly is the one that I, 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 I can't get a read on because he's good enough to go right now. I want him he back. Can't, his, I mean, his stock is as high as it's going to be. Mm-hmm. He just he seems like the kind of kid who would come back. I and want so him to. I, I, that's the one I, I don't know. Just so Sean can get it to know him definitely one be. more year. Sean gets <laughs> one more year. <laughs> but I would, th- I would think EJ would come back. Uh, Nick's probably gone, but I mean, even with EJ, you just don't know because it's one of those things. Because I think that's the same way I look at Jordan Wara. Like an NBA scout is going to look at his size, his length, especially with Jordan Wara being able to shoot. I think I think that's why I still think Jordan Wara is probably going to creep up into a late first round pick. Yeah. But like EJ Montgomery, you look, you mean you look at him. I mean he's athletic, he's long, he can run the floor. 
And he, the NBA, actually, I think the NBA game probably suits his game better than college oh, basketball does. Yeah. And so I would, wouldn't be surprised if EJ goes too. Now, if, now if Kentucky EJ, loses all of that, EJ is a Kentucky player, Sean. Just to let you know. Hey, Kendrick, what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on guys that are getting information or, or lack thereof, and they're they're going pro, and they end up on a D league somewhere, or they end up overseas. What what kind of what are your thoughts? Again, this goes back to my old school mentality: these guys sticking around until they're until they're developed, and we learn them, and we learn their skill, and they become juniors and seniors, and we learn how they are. What are your thoughts about these guys? Where do they get the information? Is it just about the dollar signs? They think they can go pro. They think they're going to be, you know, and they think they're going to make uh, X amount of dollars, and they end up in the D League or they end up in Europe, and it's just a bad call, which happens a yeah, lot, especially think, with Kentucky players. Right. I mean, Isaiah Briscoe is one that comes to mind. But he was, to me, in my opinion, Isaiah Briscoe was, he's, he's kind of in the same boat as Ashton Hagens is in. It's like they've developed as much. What you see is what you're going to get. Right. But it's what, well, a lot of them, though, They've gone into it. They've pretty much already made up their mind. They're just trying to hear one positive thing that says, okay, I can go. But they've already made up their mind. It's, it's, They're going to go no matter what. Right. Because yeah. a prime example of that right now, I think, is uh, Jay Scrubs, the JUCO transfer that Louisville's trying to get, who's from Louisville. And he's he's uh, he's already declared for the NBA draft. And I, I want to get – I've to him and his dad a couple of times and you can tell that they're gung-ho on going to the NBA and so it's like they're just it's, they're just waiting to hear that one one right thing to say hey this is, is you're gonna make it and I think they're going to go Sean right. has to ask this question throughout the evening we <laughs> there, there's this crunching sound that's been uh, <laughs> overwhelming the audio on the podcast. It's actually, it's not overwhelming. It's the perfect background to the conversation that's going on. What are you eating or chewing on? Dude, all I needed to hear you say was that it's crunching loud like the text I got. <laughs> Shut up. You know how quiet it got real quick? Dude, it is cashews <laughs> and Mike and Ike's. It's a great combination, bro. <laughs> Everyone has been talking, and you hear this. Um, this. Crunch, crunch, crunch. I hear it. It was funny, is when I was going through that whole thing. Just now, that you, day, you could hear it in the background. I reaching back. Yeah. I Did you ever notice how I back and eating? I crunch. You ever notice I crunch in time? Like you could talk to the crunch of like I count in fours when I. Yeah, I was tapping on two and four, not one and three, two and four. I love it. Man, I tell you what, uh, let's let's switch gears to the music scene, Sean. I I fucking miss live music right now. Good God. And and I'm always doing my part to go and support and hang out. and, And I miss my friends, too. You know, a lot of our people that we see, you know, on a routine basis are like, you know, our music fans and friends as well. And, uh, you know, we're not, I mean, this is, this shutdown is, there's several levels. I mean, it's not just the music. I'm missing, you know, my friends that I hang out with. The interaction. Yeah, the whole interaction. And so, mm-hmm. so we, we, we took, we took. 
we took a couple of weeks off before this whole thing hit. I remember. So, so we took a couple, it was like our natural vacation time. So we took a couple of weeks off and then this deal hit. And now we've been out for three, four weeks. We've missed out. Some of the gigs we had lined up over the past three, four weeks were killer. And um, of course we didn't get to do them, uh, including uh, the, we were going to play, we were going to play a turf way at the Jeff Ruby's VIP tent, VIP tent for the tur- uh, Jeff Ruby stakes. We were playing that show for all their people. And that was what we were looking forward to that we didn't get to, to have. But So basically what you're saying, Sean, since you didn't get to play the Turfway Jeff Ruby thing, you're going to have to settle for the medium-sized jacuzzi this summer and not the large. <laughs> I'm going to have to heat my pool to, to 90 instead of 93. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but realistically, true, true story is, like with, with Soul Circus, we have a family, and we're, we're called the Soul Circus fam. And, and you know, Kevin, obviously you're, you're included in that. The people that come out on a regular basis, uh, not just our bandmates and, and their, their people. Kendrick, um, too. And Kendrick, of course, he's been out to the shows. He knows what it's all about, the grease. But the grease. What, what, it, what it is, yep. we, we miss our yep. people. We miss our, we miss our folks. We miss our people. We miss our crew, uh, the people that support us regularly. There's people that support us when they can. Um, I miss their faces. I miss watching them dance. I miss, wa- I miss watching these guys sweat on the dance floor. Uh, while they're feeling the groove, I mean, I miss the whole thing, and it's it's. I miss our venue owners right. and our bartenders. I miss uh, I miss loading in at the beginning. I miss fighting with David Hoback over songs. Uh, my drummer, by the way, I, I miss Love. I miss Love. everything about it. By the way, big shout out to the boys, David Hoback on the drums, uh, Timmy Flowers on the guitar, Mike, Mr. Michael Vest, the junkyard dog on the saxophone, uh, Patrice Jones on the bass, P bass. I miss you. I miss. Uh, and I'm more more than anything in the world, I I miss uh, I miss my dad, of course, from being sick, and and of course I miss Earl, uh, who's another one. We have we have two guys in the Soul Circus Hall of Fame. It's Earl Dickerson and my father, of course, Pop. Now, so. now, Kendrick, you know Earl, you know Earl Dickerson. So that's uh, isn't that uh, I'm, I may know his face. Yeah, but that's his sons, isn't that Earl Heyman? Earl or the Heymans? Yeah, Earl Heymans. Yeah. The the boy, you know, the U of L. They played U of L and they both played in the NFL. Hey, you know, the Dexter, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My base, my old base player, the six foot six base player that I had, and we still like, he's still like my brother. Um, he's in the Little Circus Hall of Fame, one of the two guys, but his two sons, Earl and Dexter Heyman, played uh, in Louisville, of course. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I know Earl and Dexter. Where were Yeah, great, great guys, great ball players. Um, Check this out. Guys. I, I, this was full when we started. It, this is not. This drunk? is not the uh, the little bottle, by the way. Just saying. You've you've got to be drunk <laughs> now. I'm actually I'm not, and that's what's. I'll, but I'll sleep. Kendrick, you're very Kendrick. You're very sobering. That's what it is. You're very sobering. <laughs> he is. I love Kendrick. I'm like three bourbons in myself. <laughs> Kendrick, Ralph McCord. Ralph McCord. Love you. Miss you, buddy. Yeah, there, that's uh, Ralph. Um, I miss Ralph being able to post all these gigs every week. I know. And, and Ralph had the best. He has the best. He has the best. That's live the go-to. list. It's my go-to. It's got every. It's a comprehensive. It. I, I'm yeah. like, dude, how did you even know that gig existed? Not he, only he that, really does a good job at that. He he lends his opinion on which ones you should go to. 
you know. Yeah, what the asterisk. asterisk. The asterisk, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, Soul Circus has an asterisk next to it every time, and I'm very thankful for that. Thank you, Ralph. And they should. It says they should. Thank you, Ralph. You're very appreciated, brother. Um, Kendra, what's, um, you know, some things that you and I have talked about is, you know, doing a podcast. What, what, are, what are some things that you want to do still in the sports genre, but outside of weight three? Um, you know, podcast is always interesting to me. It's just trying to find a time. Like right now I do have a time, but I mean, I'm also, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in the music scene. I like the music scene around here. You know, I've gotten to it's know badass. Jack Harlow a little bit. It is badass. And, and, oh, Jack, and you know, yeah. and, and, you know, and I've known guys, I mean, you guys and all of that stuff. And I, I like to be around the music scene a little bit. So I mean, that is something that I'd definitely be interested in, and in some capacity, whether it's hosting a show, just 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 dedicated to the Louisville music scene or whatever it is. So those are some of the interests I have outside of just sports, and you know, just finding the time to do it because sports is nonstop once it starts, yeah. once it gets going, once yeah. once August once August hits from August to usually. Around May, well, with U of L baseball going to Omaha all the time, it now goes through June. Good so. for them. Good for them. <laughs> yes. oh, so, yeah, definitely good for them. By the uh, way, guys, just so you all know, I don't mean to, I don't mean to interrupt. Uh, John Prine did pass away from COVID nineteen. Oh fuck! So, so, so it I'm, was COVID. I saw he passed away. I didn't know what it, if it was. Yeah, it was, it was. I knew he had it uh, last week. I heard. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Kendrick. Oh, uh, keep going. But no, I want to no, give a shout out, John Prine. Those guys are are. are um, God rest his soul, and of course, with our our prayers with his family. So go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're totally fine. Because I, yeah, I had seen that he passed away earlier, but I had it. I didn't know if it was COVID or not. My girlfriend had asked me that, and I was like, I'm not for sure. I just saw he had passed away. But yes, yeah, but I mean, that, I mean, that's about it, though. I mean, that's. Those are things that you know that I'm interested in outside of just sports. I mean, sports is fun, and I love it. But I've, I've got interest outside of just sports. Hmm. But we you know have your voice in the, in the music community, Kendrick. So anytime you anytime you want to shoot the breeze about uh, about music, um, and I would be more than happy to buck up right next to you, man, and and, and Linda. Let me. I told Kendrick I'll do the heavy lifting when it comes to a podcast. You just of course your name, and you know, let's shoot the shit for a while. And... Yeah, we got. We'll figure out a sign of. Nails, nails, maybe maybe this threesome right here, grease and sports, man. It's like, wow, could be on to something. What what what's a threesome? <laughs> Excuse me, I, to, exactly. I gotta mash my eyebrows down. Excuse me for a second. Big sexy Sean Wallace in the house. Hey, by the way, we want to give a big shout out to Rick Hayes. Um, yeah. Live with Rick Hayes. Something else he does. He's he's a phenomenal advocate for the music community. Oh, he, he is, is constantly going uh, visiting live music site. Rick Hayes constantly broadcasting us. Uh, even now during uh, uh, the 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 COVID nineteen crisis pandemic, he is sharing and creating watch parties. Um, mm-hmm. Because he can't be there, obviously, in real life for for all of our local musicians that go live. Because a lot of these guys have tip jars out 
um, for, for, for donations, for money, because they need it. This is what they do. So big shout out to Rick Hayes. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Appreciate what you do. I love you, man. Love, love Rick. Yeah, big Rick. shout out to all the DJs that are doing that. You know, uh, DJ K-Dog, he's doing so I think he did something tonight. It's a lot of DJs yep. I know. They, you know they're, they're all doing You even see the major acts, like uh, D-Nice and all these guys are out, out doing it, and not only just for money, but just because the people need that release. They need that escape to, to exactly. be able to just take their minds off anything and just groove out for a little bit. Well, and that's, that's the main reason why I decided to, like, take this and do it live. Uh, it's just for a few hours. You know, just we're – I've not thought about what's outside this apartment for the these last two hours, and that's helped me. Social, oh, yeah. The social. I mean, just to interact with people. Like I told them or or somebody that mm-hmm. it's kind of got old. It gets old in, in, during the day that I'm constantly waving at myself when I'm passing here. That's my social interaction at me. <laughs> and it's like, and I beg my kids. I'm like, <laughs> Facetime me something. Give me something during the day. You know, it just it's crazy. We had a Zoom um, happy hour tonight with some friends. And my wife's 40th birthday was yesterday. So her girlfriends got on and then the guys, all the guys got on. And and I'll be honest with you, we, we found every opportunity that we could during this, this happy hour to, it ended up being like three hours, by the way. We found every opportunity we could to, to do a, a shot of the <laughs> <laughs> like oh that sounds like a, oh cheers to that everybody do a shot so we do shots and and but this is right now this is our social this is uh this is what we have to do to stay sane is to yes. to interact with each other right. and and anytime you need me Kevin for anything uh, um, I'm here uh, Lord knows I've got the time so I'm happy to Same. come on right. here and, and hopefully raise awareness for everybody that needs help too while we're at it that's yeah. what we're doing here yeah. it's not just about shooting the shit and talking basketball and music and guns and women and titties we're also talking about oh did I say that yeah, it's yeah. also talking about who is <laughs> and that's important too you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, and, and let's give another shout that's out to guys like Brian Fox uh, oh yeah, who, who are putting you know on a weekly basis, doing their thing uh, on on Facebook live streaming to help you know uh, musicians, other musicians that are absolutely uh, yeah. So he, he's the the best people, the ones that have something already have it have enough and get it that they they're in a position to pass it on pay forward those are the those are heroes as well we let's give a shout out to the first response i'm not dissing you know everyone there's i mean there's how the the grocery workers exactly right absolutely there's a a girlfriend of mine a, a friend who's a girl she is a dentist she owns a dental office um like it's her business and i was talking to to um brian a little bit ago Mm-hmm. Um, but she of course had to lay off her employees and she had to close up her dental office because of this. She has literally gone to work at Kroger. Like she went from being a dentist, a doctor, right. And owning a dental firm to, to working at Kroger, um, to really stay driven. First of all, she's a worker. She's a hard worker. Um, bring income in. Uh, and then also, 
she feels it's part of her duty to, to, to be out there and, and, and do what she can. You know, those guys, Kroger, Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's, these people are providing some sort of Costco. They're providing some sort of a service. Um, my parents are isolated, so they're not allowed out of the house. I do not let them out of the house. So I do all the grocery shopping for them. So, so I need to be able to have the things that I need to have in order to be able to take care of my parents. And, and like I said earlier, this whole thing isn't about us, the three of us here. It's about the people that have raised us. Mm-hmm. It's not about the 16-year-olds the gathering in Norton Commons that people, it's not, it's not about that. It's about, it's about taking care of the elders. Because while you may not show symptoms, maybe right. you may just have a little bit of a cough, that same cough could kill your grandma. Right. That same cough could, mm-hmm. could kill your grandpa or, you know, or your friend's grandparents. So that's who it's about. Yeah. And we've got to take care of those That's folks. been the toughest part for me because my parents are up there in my in age. My dad's had heart surgeries and stuff. And so by me being right. in Greensboro when all this stuff went down and I was around a ton of people, I've not I'm I've not been I've gone over there and I'd like talk to them through the screen door. And it's tough that you know I can't I can't get a hug and a kiss from my mom. It is mm-hmm. that's been I'm the toughest part really of all of this. Yeah. It's a different time. Again, what the new norm, what the new norm is going to be, is what we have to we have to focus on. When this is, I full until we get a, a vaccine, I fully expect a resurgence this fall. Yeah. So we have to uh, we have to kind of constantly over the next four, five, six, seven months, whatever it ends up being, constantly be thinking about how we can protect those that are are immune compromised that are of an age that have heart conditions, lung conditions, um, cancer, like my father does. You know, we have to think about these people and how we can protect them to keep them around as long as we can. Uh, wow. All right. We are oh, yeah. delighted in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> we're t- I mean, Sean, we're over, laughing, me, so over two like, hours yeah. running with this, man. Good yeah. We're talking about day, important stuff. Uh, yeah, we are. Tri- yeah. So the other day, Kristen called me the Black Larry David because <laughs> I'm walking through the neighborhood behind me. So I, I've been living in my house for four years now. But I, there's a neighborhood. I live on a main street, but there's a neighborhood behind me, which I had never, never gone through before. I have no reason to go there. So I decided to walk. I come upon this Hindu temple that I had no idea was behind me. And so I thought... I saw the sign for it. I'm thinking, oh, it's just going to be a church. Well, I look down there, and it's like a huge gate. It's like a neighborhood back there. And I've got my headphones, and so I, out loud, I say, what the fuck? And some guy is on his bike, and he hears me. <laughs> and he, he looks at me all crazy, and like, kind of pulls off. And so that's, that's how I got called the Black Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> The bright Larry David, I love it, man. Wow, that's hilarious. Did you see that that short video of the Larry, of, of Larry, the Larry David thing where the chick from the CDC was giving the speech about how to not spread pandemics and it was don't touch your face and don't blah 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 and like she's licking her fingers while she's turning the page. Don't touch your face. Real quick, guys, what's your uh, what time does the alarm clock go off for you? 
in the morning? I don't have one because it's like my normal day is normal day in sports. I don't need to go into work till three thirty in the afternoon anyway. So I don't have an alarm clock. <laughs> if, if I'm not if I'm not up already, seven a.m. Uh, would be I have it set for seven. Usually I'm up beforehand, but if it goes off at seven, I, I need to at least start meditating. I like to meditate in the morning when I first wake up. For real? I like to, I like to do, yeah, I like to do a 10, 15 minute meditation, just kind of clear my thoughts, get ready for the day, yep. think about some things that I needed to tackle. So 7 a.m. is really my wake up time if I'm not already awake. Okay. Just checking on you guys because it is. Maybe since it's 1120 and I'm 11:20. it might be like 730 tomorrow. I might push that just a few minutes. Yeah. That's the best part because I, I don't have to right. be, per se, at work or on work time until 9, 9 a.m. So I can roll out of bed at 845. And be um, there you okay. go. Well, let's look at Sean. Look at that, man. Kendrick, could you do what Sean's yeah. doing? That would be cool to see that. Never at, not, not at any point in my life. <laughs> That's been the best part There's of being bald is I see everybody complaining about not being able to go to the barbershop. I'm um, like, I shave my head twice, two, three times a week. <laughs> I took clippers to the sides today just to get a little bit of – I knew I was going to be on the thing, so I had a little fresh one. And then I even took a shorter clipper to the bottom to give a little bit of a fade going on. You might learn a new side hustle. <laughs> one, one, way or, one way or not, I'm going to figure this shit out. Hustling. Hustling. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Eleven twenty-one. I guess we'll uh, we'll wrap, uh, let's wind this down. Um, parting words, Sean. Give us or no, let's start with Kendrick. Parting words. Anything you want to tell your posse, your fan base, Kendrick, family, and Murray? It's Murray, Kentucky, <laughs> really, I mean, right? Mur- what Murray? Not- well, I'm from here. I'm, I'm yeah. went to Murray State, but I'm Murray from State, here. My family's here. As, but really, it's just, man, practice the social distancing, man, because if you want life to get back to normal as fast as we can, we got to listen to what they're telling us, the social distance. You got to take this stuff seriously. There's still way too many people out here that's not taking it seriously. I don't understand why they are not. This is a serious serious issue that we're dealing with, and just, everybody just takes take, take it seriously and, and be safe and think about others. Think about other people other than yourself. Than once. yourself, right. And, Right, and and just and think about our older community. We need our older community. We need our parents. I need my dad, my mom and dad. Just be thoughtful of others. Wow. I jokingly, I you might appreciate this. I jokingly told my mom, I'm like, do you realize? Actually, I told my mom and dad, I'm like, do you realize if I would have put you all in a home at that age when I said I should have, I wouldn't have had to worry about you as much. <laughs> It was a joke. It was a joke. Oh, <laughs> that was a joke. Love my parents. What a terrible son. I was. A, <laughs> I'm still. Here's the thing. Son. You you'll appreciate this. My mother is from Thailand, full Thai, mm-hmm. which makes me half Thai, which makes Princess Claire one quarter Thai. To this day, I still after makes me so both many tie. drinks. After so many drinks, <laughs> I still get my mom to admit that when she met my dad during the Vietnam War, did she really say, <laughs> love you? Me love you long time? Yeah. 
Should she left? She won't answer the question. She won't answer, which to me answers the question, which which makes me want to throw up. Why would you even like? Because that's how my mind works. And then she won't answer the question, which makes me think, oh, you did say that. She did. Did oh, I'm like, Dad, be honest. Was it five dollar? Five. Five dollar. Five dollar don't holler. Ten dollar. Okay. And this is always during a Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. I still do that. I'm so juvenile. Of course it is. Aren't you just the best son ever? She still loves me. That's all that matters. And I, you know what? I love you guys. And it's been fun. Tonight was great. I think, Sean, we yeah, need to do this good. routinely until shit comes gets back to normal. Well, if you you're not here. gigging on the weekends anymore. No, right? I'm uh, there's not there's not a whole lot of gigging going on, but and I'm not doing the live remotes and stuff. I'm going to I'm going to save though. I mean even though our fans miss us and I get uh, messages all the time and we miss you. Um I think you that I really plan one big one. You know, I I I don't want to take I don't want to take the thunder away from the guys that really need it. Um not that I would steal their thunder. I mean, I know these guys are do it for the guys. Team. Sean, I'm yeah, I, I, can, I, I might, I might do it. The only problem with that is that I have to have a, a couple of the guys over to the house, and I really got my dad and my thoughts with, with oh, that. No, but that's respect. not that the guys are sick, but you know, I don't want to run no, the risk. Right, and, you can't run the risk. But uh, no, it's, you know, you, you mentioned you may have and not know it. So yeah, I get right. it. Yeah, you mentioned some parting thoughts. I, I just want to go out on a limb sure. uh, and, and just say a couple things real quick, and, and uh, I want to thank. Um, uh, Jared and Brian and Kendrick, you know, just some great guys and, and everything that they do for the community for so coming on the show. Aside from that, I want to reiterate something that Kendrick said, and, and that's you know, stay safe. Let's all do what we're supposed to do right now because um, that's all we really know to do. Whether it's right or wrong, it's what we need to be doing to help contribute to society as a whole. We're all Americans first. No matter what, we need to take mm-hmm. care of our people. And our people aren't just here, they're there. They're, it, it's it's the, the, the country as a whole, our state, our cities, take care of our families. Um, I, I want to protect my son and protect my, my wife and my mother and father. And, and I want to help protect our neighbors. So stay home, stay out of trouble, practice social distancing, only get out if, if you absolutely have to, and um, be safe, be well. Um, if you need food or assistance, Reach out to people like me. Like I said, I got a truck full of gas and a pantry full of food. I will drop rice and beans and brisket off at your house. Uh, a, 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 a giant can of any more beef. Do something. I don't want anybody to go hungry. Please don't. And by the way, I want to give a shout out to our school system. Um, evidently, our schools stepped up to the plate and helped feed the kids, helped feed all of the, uh, offered it to all the students to go to Jefferson County Public Schools. Oldham County did the same thing. I don't know about the other counties. I don't know, but I don't know if it was a statewide program or not, but I want to give a big shout out because they stepped up to help feed these children that that weren't planning on having to have meals outside of school. Their Uh, meal was taking care of people, making sure they can eat the basic necessities, the building blocks of life. It's very important. So, uh, you, making a long it. story long. But. Yeah, I've got. I've got to add to that. This is in these times is when you know the 
the goodness, the you know, the people with good intentions, with that knows right from wrong. It's 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 these are no brainer times. It's like humanity's times. Exactly, we're all yeah. in this together. Help out when you can. And again, as Sean said, reach out to each other. Right. So, Kendra, yeah. final word. You get it. That's right. <laughs> like I said, just everybody be safe out there and much love to y'all. And hopefully we can all get together soon and I can come check out your band again, man. And we can have a good time. And me and Kevin can belly up to a bar. <laughs> Spread some grease, baby. Spread <laughs> some grease. All right. That's Shoot. right. Spread some grease. From the lip, the um, what is this? The social distance live experience. Jared Matthews, Brian Fox, Kendra Caskins. <laughs> Much thanks to everyone. Yeah, you guys. For Soul hanging. Circus fam, Pop Strong. Yeah. Love you guys. Love thanks, peace, Sean. chicken grease. Yeah. Kevin Hale. Circus. Love you, man. You know that. Peace out. Love Everybody you guys. <laughs> Love you guys. Take care. Good, good night, Love everyone. You guys.